This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, friend of the show and a scenic set painter for movies and television, John Bellotti Jr. joins us to discuss the shutdown of the entertainment industry due to the coronavirus and to help us review a really weird and trippy Godzilla movie from the 70s, Godzilla vs. Hedorah, also known as Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster. This new Godzilla is unfriendly and is going to destroy your country. There's nothing you can do about it. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, March 19th, 2020. <laughs> oh, hi. I didn't hear you come in. This is Ross Marquand from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Now, if somebody could please explain to me what a geek boner is, my life would be complete. Until then... Rock on, nation. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Chop it. Be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Chop it. Be nerded. Spoiler alert. What's up, what's up, what's up, listener? Thanks for joining us and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And over there in the corner is America's favorite felty. It's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? <coughs> oh, shit. Somebody Whoa. shoot him. Get him oh. out of here. Uh, I just fuck. swallowed a bug. It's oh, fine. oh, okay, good. Oh my God. Fucking quarantine him. Uh, I'm already in. My whole life is quarantined. That's a good point. Rugs cannot spread this virus. Also joining us this week, special guest for a special time in our collective lives. Uh, he uh, works in the Hollywood industry, super talented artist, and the admin of our Facebook group, Jockin' Nation. More importantly, more importantly. More importantly, he will ban the shit out of you if you... You fuck around, but he is my favorite opinionated New Yorker. It's John Bellotti Jr. What's up, Bellotti? Let me tell you something right now. I will not ban anybody if they can give me a fucking job right now. I'm oh, desperate. shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. I'm just I'm, kidding. I don't want to work. I don't, I don't want to work. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't refer to him as just a Godzilla expert like you used to. <laughs> He's a Godzilla <laughs> yeah, expert. Exactly. That's all he knows. That's, That's all, all he knows. And something, something, Godzilla, John Bellotti, something, something. I don't know. <laughs> Look, we're all here. We got a, a lot to discuss, but can we just acknowledge in the time between we recorded last week and this week, holy shit, has the world changed. The lexicon that we all use now has added such wonderful words like self-quarantine, uh, social distancing, flattening of the curve, uh, infected. Uh, it's just been fucking infected. I like the hidden run throws in infected. <laughs> you gotta throw in infected. <laughs> Brand because, new word. I mean, infected. Brand new word. You just, you, it's I've not never new, heard that before. But you <laughs> see it all the time. So with everything moving so fluidly, so rapidly, uh, let's just mark, document this moment in history, Thursday, March 19th, at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, the official numbers uh, of this thing. Yikes. Coronavirus, 244,973 cases. Deaths have passed 10,000. 10,000. Worldwide. 33 worldwide. 87,000 uh, recovered. Now, to compare, last week when I checked this site, there was about 125,000 cases, and deaths were just at, like, 2,500. Oh, right? shit. Um, Italy... Deaths in Italy now surpassing the number of deaths in China, where mm. 
Some good news. Uh, first time in three months, there have been no new cases of COVID-19 in Wuhan and China. So there's some kind of balance going on here in the USA. 13,000 plus total cases, 209 deaths. So you think this is like a tidal wave? Like you get hit with the wave yeah. and then like it subsides. Yes, the wave is done over there and now we are looking at the wave. If this was a zombie movie, people, we are just at the end of act one. Oh, shit. <laughs> we got two more fucking acts to go. It just depends how big the wave is. Yeah. Is it a, is it a, is a small wave or is it a typhoon type wave? Flatten, it all depends on the assholes out there. Yes, yeah. true. flatten that curve. Get off the beaches, you fucking idiots. Now, let's just start with, look, last week, we were all like, oh, yeah, it hasn't affected us. Uh, business as usual. We're going. The fucking that day, if you listen, news was breaking the following day. Everything started to get canceled. Um, Anthony, yeah. what is your state of work currently? I have been told to work from home for the rest of the month. Yep. So. I am at. Uh, I am working from home and rolling out of bed, throwing on the laptop, and uh, I will say that uh, it, it is nice to work from home. Uh, under these circumstances, maybe not. And um, even work is just kind of strange because it's not that busy. Yeah, for me right now. So yeah. So uh, I know Bilotti is going to have the most important story pertinent to our topics of conversation. But for me personally, I'm going to reveal a little bit to the listener because it's suddenly very relevant. I never usually like to talk about work, but I will tell the listener that I work for a minor league sports team in Chicago that was in season. Yeah. So last Thursday, the beginning of the day, I had all this shit to do getting ready. We had three big home games coming up. And by the end of the day, in the afternoon, in the, in the span of a second, all of that was gone. Oh, shit. As all major league sports and minor league sports were indefinitely postponed. Uh, uh, but essentially, the season's over. Like, this shit ain't coming back. I know they want to avoid saying canceled or the, everyone's saying postponed. But I think this is going to be more than a Absolutely. postponement. Your, yours is definitely. I mean, to, to piggyback on that, I'm not going to reveal the exact place. Yeah. But my the company I work for basically its entire core business is live events, whether yep. they be concerts, theater, yep. or sports. All shut and, down. Yeah, and we're pretty much um, shut down. We're we're just kind of giving people their money back as we speak. So you know, in a matter of a week, uh, bars have banned dining, dining, just carry out and and draw and, and delivery. Uh, the theaters have shut down. Sports is shut down. Schools are closed. Everything San Francisco's uh, officially on lockdown as of yeah. today. And I can't help but think. I know we're all going to be that the way. All, yes. all major cities, yes. all major hubs. I can't help but think that we are looking at it like a countrywide, complete, like federal lockdown soon. Maybe by the time this show posts is how fast it's fucking changing. Now, what's a lockdown? It's, it's a shelter in place order saying don't fucking come out unless you got to go to the hospital or you got to buy groceries or you got to do something essential. In France, there's about 100,000 cops can, on the streets. Can you, go like, can you go for a walk? You can go for a walk. You just, can, yeah. Stay the fuck away from everybody. Mm-hmm. It's weird uh, distancing. You just can congregate and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and create well, crowds. Yeah, more than Pretty 10 much. people, you don't want to be in a crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruggs. That's my life anyway. Yeah, so Ruggs, has this really affected <laughs> your life? people, yeah. Yes. He's, he's quarantined already. I've been quarantined my whole I've been ready for this. Yes. Ruggs, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ruggs has been working towards this his whole life. I mean, I mean, look, how much more quarantine can you be? I'm yeah. in the basement. Yeah. Uh, I got my little refrigerator on microwave. 
I got ramen noodles. Sam- Don't forget the sandwiches. Yeah, as long as people deliver sandwiches. Oh, sandwiches, yeah. that's the tough thing. You have to go to a deli to get them. I mean, you yeah, can get them delivered. You get them delivered now. People just keep throwing out your grub- sandwiches. That, but then you got to worry about who's giving you the food. That's a good point. That's true. So, like, <laughs> it's weird because like you got to go food shopping. Yeah. And then you got to clean all your food when you get it. You got to clean it with, with something. Soap and water. I just Fucking soak everything alcohol. in yeah, and alcohol. Yeah, I've been have, using Tito's vodka to clean everything. Yeah, it works pretty good. I just have oh, a lot of uh, absolute vodka. I can't afford Tito's. Yeah, so I have like, you, know, that, you know that big fucking plastic jug of that oh, Russian thing yeah, you yeah. can't even pronounce? Sakovia. Yeah, it looks like called. fucking uh, Greek letters. Sm- so, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot. What is that? It comes in the plastic bottle. Yeah, it's, it's huge. horrible. I just hose everything down with that. That'll work. Now, uh, yeah. Bilotti. Oh, wait. Before we get to that, Anthony, you had a trip to Vegas uh, planned, and I believe they were nothing was shut down there until just recently, where they shut down MGM Grand and Win, and now probably they're going to shut down Vegas. Vegas is yeah, it's shut down. It is shut the, down. The, the my trip is not happening. Apparently, there's one drive-through strip club still open. Oh shit! <laughs> it's still there. And he's like, we're not. We've been providing nudes for thirty years. We're not going to stop now. Yeah, he's like, for him. Was, like we're not stopping for the cold. I don't right? know, but I kind of want to go there. I'm very curious. How do you do a drive-through <laughs> strip show? That sounds amazing. Yes, see, I mean, so, you know, I'm th- like, I have a lot of friends that are around the age like, where they're getting married. They've had to all start postponing the weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and the my, other thing. Can yeah, you imagine like, it's crazy. And some of these oh hotels God. aren't giving money back. Yeah, everything that was planned and scheduled, and then well, if you call the Better Business Bureau or something, tell on them. Right. Them. Yeah, and and there's an act of God clause in a lot yeah. of these things. So I've been can... I've been working from home. They shut down the office on Monday, but there's been. A lot of layoffs, a lot of unemployment. Bilotti, why don't you refresh the listener? Tell them what you did. <laughs> Jeez. Like in a past life? Or? No, just for work recently. Job, what do you mean? Like, the way you phrase that. Yes. I don't know. There's a finality to what he's saying. Uh, I stole like five bucks from my mother when I was 15. I, that was you. Here. I knew it. Tell them what you did. Tell them what, what you, you do for a living. Say you're sorry. <laughs> say you're Show sorry. me Tell how this Spider-Man did. toy where they touch you. Touch me in the bad place. <laughs> <You> touch, <laughs> me. I, touch me in the web shooter. <laughs> oh, shit. I got web fluid all over me now. Oh. I knew there was something about you, Bilotti. What? <laughs> oh, Bilotti, what, what do you do for a living? Refresh the, the listener if they forgot. There's not just one thing. I have two you, careers. Yes, you do. Uh, and both are affected, which is insane. The yeah, first one is yeah. I paint... Scenery for movie and TVs, yeah. movie and TVs, movies and movie TV and shows, <laughs> movie and TVs. You paint televisions? Why do you want some TVs? TVs? Are you painting um, TVs? Where was I again? What are we doing? <laughs> no. Paint so, sets, damn it. I paint sets, right? Yeah. So I work in Hollywood. My side job is illustration, uh, freelancing, and I sell my work at conventions. Yeah. Both of those industries are completely wiped oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> wiped out in a matter of days. So yeah, the show you worked on, all all productions of uh, TV and movies have halted right. and shut down. So now here's the thing: I've been out of work since January because I had knee surgery. Yeah. For those that don't know, nobody really cares. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone knew. No, no. So so I had, I hurt myself on the job. So I've been on workers' comp since January. So I've been quarantined since January because I can't go anywhere. So this is just yeah. another week for me. Yeah. But that's like, oh, I'm starting to get better. Wait, I can't go outside. Go fuck yourself. Um, so were you at the work when this happened? Take us through what no, happened. No, I've, I've been slowly keeping tabs on this, oh, but I'm just sort of doing my own artwork and just trying to keep my mind off of my knee injury. 
And like the last couple of weeks have been crazy. And my coworker, I've been hanging out with them, talking to them. And they were saying um, the first sign was that they said they were going to install sanitary stations inside the stage. Yeah. And I'm like, when I'm at work, if somebody is sick, yeah, right, whether it's a cold or a stomach bug, whatever, the minute they go into craft, now craft services, for those that aren't in the business, which is like 99% of you, craft services is like the free food they give you on set, like um, snacks and shit like that. And then there's catering where you go and eat dinner. Um, somebody doesn't wash their hands. They go grab like a handful of chips. Another guy goes and grabs those chips. He gets sick. And it just tears through yeah. the entire film crew. That's what usually and, happens, right? Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Like you know, how many times I hear like, "Oh yeah, the whole film crew has like uh, diarrhea." Jesus, or, <laughs> it, no, it's it's hilarious because yeah. everyone, like one person, gets, so I'm like, "This is this is bad." They yeah. need to stop filming. Yeah. So Sony, which owns our show, um, <laughs> I don't want to say anything bad about them, but they're idiots. Um, <laughs> they um they wanted to. Like a lot of shows were going on hiatus and we're a network show. So we had like three episodes left. Law and Order pulled the plug um, on their last two episodes. Yeah, they were yeah. the first ones. They yeah. filmed upstairs from us. And I'm like, why is Blacklist still going? Yeah. What's wrong with these people? Yeah. We have three episodes left. So finally, last Friday, they pulled the plug on us. And instead of saying it's a wrap on the season, they just said it's indefinite. Even though every other network show has said it's a wrap on the season, we're not coming back. We'll, we'll come back in July when we're supposed to they leave you hanging so, a little bit, which is annoying. Um, they said they were going to pay us, but I don't know if that affects me because I'm on workers' comp right now, and I can get into a lot of trouble. And I wouldn't want to take money anyway because I haven't been there. Yeah, but I don't know what they're thinking. Even if they come back in April, it, it's more expensive to start up a production than it is to end it. So sure. from if they and like if they just called if they call quits now, then they could just come back in July when hopefully this thing calms down or levels off, blows up, whatever. That's the cheapest, best way for them to do it. But a lot of shows aren't even wrapping up their seasons. They're just like, okay, two episodes left, we're done. So yeah. there's no season finale. Hmm. Yes, there will not be, and there's also an impending writer strike that was going to happen. So some places, you know, got a jump start yeah. and made more scripts. But I think network TV has the worst because you have scheduled out these seasons, you have time slots, right. and well, not to cut you off, network TV kind of escaped this a little bit because they were sort of wrapping up. Yeah, but the problem is all the films and the streaming. Yeah, because I'm hearing from other friends like carpenters and painters that like, oh, my show is on hiatus for two weeks. Mine is on hiatus for three. Mine is on hiatus for a month. Wow. It's all, it's all different. But the network shows already had this plan that they were going to wrap up because we were going to be done in late April anyway. So Sony, like I just read that they're hoping without hope. Like in, out of all the network shows, we're one of three that they think is going to finish and it's not. Uh, it's just going to be like the sports industry, unfinished seasons unfinished, of shit. Yeah. And you're just going to have to move on and pick up, pick up later. Yeah. Somehow. But on, on top of this, Right, I mentioned I do conventions where I sell my artwork. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys mentioned an Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle, rightfully so, uh, canceled the show. But every show across the board, all the big spring shows are canceling. I think C two E two was the last big one. Yeah, which our, our yeah. buddy Dopope was at. Luckily, he got into that show, and you guys were there, obviously. Um, but that was the last big one. They're all. I just put in my application for New York Comic Con in October, and I'm like. I don't know if that's going to actually happen yeah. or not. WonderCon we'll got canceled, and this is the same company yeah. that does San Wonder Diego Comic Con, and I am doubtful San Diego yeah. goes on. As well, point. San Diego's late July. Yeah, we'll see. It's, we'll see. It's tough to really honestly. Like I've heard, I've I was talking with Chaz 
Ebert on the for Jock Talk. Their the bottom day. is is very weak. Thanks, thanks, Jazz. Um, <laughs> I think I just call him Jazz. Whatever. Jazz. Um, and we were like trying to speculate as we were talking about when this would end, and I just went, "There's we can't. There, there's literally." Nothing to compare this to. There's yeah. to even speculate would just be guessing. Yeah. Like there's no. There's no. I've heard projections of you know this could blow over by June. I've seen July. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen where we could be like this for a year. Like it, yeah. it, until we get a vaccine. It, who knows? And how do you know when it's time to come back? Like, is there right. a flag? Is there a horn that goes off? Like, there's no way to fucking. Well, well know. I've looked. I mean, there is a. I mean, there is a way. So, like, I've looked at a Ebola. Yeah, and how that kind of blew over, and eventually, like if the numbers level off, you eventually get to a point where you've quarantined all the people, no one else is getting sick, and then you've had a good system where you're able to identify the sick people and isolate them right ah, away. Ah, flatten so the curve. There, there is a way, but you, you vaccines. Know. Well, the, the vaccine stuff. I think there's people medicine need, that helps you treat the vaccine. It. We're the, like a year away from the yeah, vaccine. Yeah. I think yeah. the vaccine stuff people really need to not put their hopes in. No, it's going to take a year. Not, not, not only is it taking a year, they're going to take a year. Ebola, MERS, SARS, all these other outbreaks. There's no vaccine for any of that stuff. Yeah, they never have invented vaccines. They, uh, they discovered. I saw recently they discovered that this malaria drug that right. seems to work against uh, this COVID nineteen. So yeah, I think that. Hopefully, like in a few months, they're going to get something that at least uh, shaves off, like can curtail the death toll. Yeah. You know, maybe shaves off a few, not, not cure it, but I mean, just lower the impact of it. So it's not like just killing people like in, in these. I think, I think India just use, experimented using um, HIV drugs. Oh, and wow. They were able to cure someone with wow. it. So. Yeah. They've cured two people with AIDS, uh, I think maybe in India, right? I don't know. Oh, this is like know. a first. Sure. Like the, while this thing's happening, they're curing HIV. It's like big deal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thanks for nothing. Who, who cares um, about AIDS? <laughs> well, so. I don't have AIDS anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I got this respiratory yeah. disease. There, there's yeah. also, I mean, so. not, we're, we're obviously talking Corona. There's a lot of um, ethical stuff with the how fast they're moving on the vaccine because yeah. I've read you that can't they rush move, it. Well, they have. They're oh. so they're moved past animal trials. Oh, already. And are do are doing human. The problem is, is there, there's a lot of ethical things with that. Like, you know, the whole credo or motto for medical professionals is do no harm. Yeah. And you're risking doing harm by doing that. Well, I've heard there's some brave people who have it who are volunteering people, there's vo- for people, but, the test. But is that ethical to, to jump right into humans? Yeah, no, not in, uh, well, not in the Planet of the Apes movie. Well, if you're <laughs> trying to starts. save a bunch of people's lives, I think it's ethical. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's admirable. You're doing it. Hmm. Yeah. Really admirable, actually. Well, but, I'm but you, running into a hail of bullets to save people. Sure, yeah. yeah, sure, sure. But is it is okay, is it responsible too? Like that's yeah. the thing. Like, are we being as medical professionals? Yeah. Are you following the do no harm? You don't know. No, that. you're not. You d- yeah, you're absolutely not. But, but if you get know, if you get their consent, the you know, if you get their consent, yeah, I don't know. And we don't know. Like the the vaccine, it might never happen. All right. You know, and I read too that there's a lot, not a lot of business. Like we're pushing obviously towards this vaccine, but the reason why vaccine companies don't want to come up with vaccines for these things is these aren't reoccurring diseases. Right. So if you come up with a vaccine for this, it's one time. You've invested all this money for the one time payout on the disease being cured, but then there's nothing left. The real like money the f- is in the testing units. Well, no, the real money is in like the flu, which every year has a different strain, oh. which you then are able to keep this coming year yeah. after yeah. year after yeah, year. That's a good well, point. So, yeah, but again, it's also money and resources. Like, what are you going to spend all your money and resources on? Something that keeps coming back or something that's just going to like be a wave. Right. Like H1N1 right. is gone. 
right. never came back. Same right. thing with um, a few of them. I, I think right now they just need to look at Asia and just see what's going on what there. What did you do? Because even if it's like, I know they reported no case, no new cases in China, but it might come back. So yeah, they have to really yeah. keep an eye on everything right. and see, is it going to come back? Is it come back worse? Yeah, I definitely just go away? think that it'll go away. It'll well, come the back. The problem is, is that every, every country now seems to have it. Yeah. Right. So unless every country goes on lockdown or we just shut off our borders for a very long time, yeah. like there's a theoretical possibility. Like if we go back to the kind of free borders that the world had, it'll come back. That, you know, the world before what this may not exist the way Absolutely. it used to anymore, which is fucked up. And, you know, COVID's 1 through 18 weren't that bad. Oh, shit. The 19 <laughs> well, one. The biggest, okay, there's two things I want to get out before I forget. Number yeah. one, don't take ibuprofen. What? Why? That's what I heard. It was bad. Really? Yeah, yeah. I heard that too. So um, it's not, don't take that, take acetaminophen. So that's number one. All righty. Um, number two. Is that uh, the reason why this is so bad is because people have it and they don't know it. Right. Yeah. And they're spreading. Yeah. And it's, it's so, and it takes two weeks. Yeah. So for two weeks, and, and then we have no tests. Yeah. So no it's testing, like, yep. If you could just get a test in the mail, everybody, everybody in America gets a test in the mail. They test it and they fucking send it out. They mail it out and then, you know, whatever, a couple of days they find out if they have it or not. Then, then, you know, in the meantime, they just don't move. Don't They don't leave their house. And then if they're clean, at least they know that they're clean. I mean, we, people may have to have, like, badges or cards saying I'm clean. I mean, 23 and me, you could spit in a tube and find out your whole goddamn genetic history. How hard is this? Why can't we get one of those similar tests for this thing? That That is the scary part is that there's young people that can be very that can be asymptomatic yeah, and still yeah. just spread it. it around. Because most, uh, most Americans will get, like... If they do experience symptoms, the the virus will stop in your throat. Yeah, but it's when it gets down to your lungs when is when it's uh real scary. California governor, I think, just said today he anticipates like half of the population of California getting the virus at some form. It's mm. what the numbers show. But look, let's get to some of these fucking news things I got. Uh, oh, there's news. I did want to oh. focus on because there's other news. There's that other news. Well, no, it's all related. Nobody cares about <laughs> any of this I, because we have a lot here. And like you heard, I wanted to focus on the effect on the entertainment industry and stuff we love, like movies and TV shows. Um, Black Widow uh, was one of the last movies to be delayed, and they finally pulled it from the release schedule. But it does not have. Uh, they did not give it a date. This following a chain of reactions where uh, movies like Mulan, Fast and Furious 9, A Quiet Place 2, No Time to Die, uh, Antlers all postponed their releases. Fast and Furious 9 pushing back to a year almost next year in April. Um, and then and then the theaters started shutting down. AMC, Regal, Cinemark closing all locations. And then they're like, okay, we're going to postpone Black Widow. However, uh, in the geek sense, I don't think it's going to affect Marvel's Phase 4 much, it being a prequel in terms of storylines, fucking up the delay in production on Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision, all of which have shut down also. So who knows when they can finish that. Um, they're saying they're saying two weeks for a lot of the shows. Really? I, that, yeah. I think that's too ambi- ambitious. That's way too, too optimistic. It's way too optimistic. Lottie, did you hear how they shot the Mandalorian? This may be the new way to make these things. All of that was shot in front of this amazing screen projected, back projected outside background. Like none of oh, that yeah. stuff was outside. It was on a set. 
with a projection of, of landscapes and shit and looked amazing. Oh yeah. They, um, I read an interview with the producer and, uh, and I think John Favreau Yeah, and they spent months trying to convince, um, I think it was Disney or the, the money people. They were, they were like, look, we have this idea. We want to do this screen and it takes like five years to grow those crystals for that LCD screen. Shit. And he said, nobody understood what they wanted to do until they got it. Like they got approval to do it. And a producer walked onto the set and he didn't know he was standing in that. He's like, Oh my God, this is, he's this like, this is, is incredible. Real? Yeah. Fuck? He's like, I can't believe it. Like it's yeah. now like, because I work on this stuff. Yeah. When I, the only thing that surprised me when I watched that show, cause I only watched like the first four or five episodes. Good. Finish. It. I could tell everything was like a green screen or whatever. Everything was phony uh-huh. except when he, I can't remember the episode, but he's on the, like a, with the Nick Nolte alien. Yeah. Yeah. That will, it looked like, like, like a, like a, Sort of like a desert landscape or whatever. Yeah, with the Jawas where he's like climbing their vehicle. The Jawas, yes. Yeah, yeah. That I didn't, that I thought was like, oh, where'd they go to like Arizona for that? Like that was good. Right. But like the snow planet, I could tell was all, you know, screen. It still looked pretty good, man. That technology. No, it's great. It's great. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's in John's best interest to say that it sucks. That's true. We need people. Yes. Well, and if he says that that's awesome, he has no job. There's still sets to paint. No, in you know, I, I know. I used to think that too. Like when. Sin City and 300, those movies are coming out. Do you yeah. remember like they filmed them all in the green screens yep. and go, yeah. there goes the sets. Yeah. And, but it's bullshit because that's never going to happen because all that's anything that's like that we've been replaced with is all the backdrop stuff. So that screen doesn't really affect me at all. Right. We don't do backdrops anymore. Right. Only right. like theaters do it. It's all the, the, the rocks they sit on, yeah. the, the, the uh, rooms that they're in. Like that all has to be built. That's yeah. all practical stuff. And you're not going to get the looks that you do. You know, with the lighting right. and the, the atmosphere, by doing a CGI set, it's right? Just, it's the background look is good. easier, yeah. Yeah, the back, yeah, the background's always easier. Uh, this fucking New Mutants movie can't catch a break. By the way, fourth time it's no, been no delayed. That's fine. Listen, uh, at least it was canceled for a good reason. Yes, instead of just pushback. Yeah, no one wants to see it. I heard it's terrible from a friend of ours. Oh, who really? Not name. Oh, yeah. you got the inside scoop. That bad, huh? Yeah, he said it was uh, like bad, like. Not just like good bad, like a good bad movie, like Roadhouse, but it's like bad, it's a bad, bad bad movie. It's just a bad bad movie, is what he said. Probably like uh, Bloodshot. What have you heard on the Bloodshot? The reviews are not good. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's I Vin Diesel. He looks nothing like Bloodshot either. I heard it was very generic. You know what the problem with that is? Yeah, they're never gonna. You're never gonna have another MCU explosion because nobody has Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, you need. I'm sorry, you Vin need Diesel a guy. is not. Yeah, yeah, Vin Diesel and Bloodshot. Those aren't the character. It's not the character and the actor to launch the Valiant universe. I'm sorry. It's at 30 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 4.76 average rating. But here's the thing, uh, you know, it made nine million dollars, which is under. We were talking ten to twelve million. Uh, it's made about twenty four million dollars on a forty five million dollar budget. This is the worst, absolute worst weekend to release movies. Uh, yeah. The box office saw the lowest level that last weekend in over twenty years. Oh shit! Well, I don't think it has to do with the movie. That's no. all to do with the coronavirus. So they are going to be releasing it on video on demand early March twenty fourth. Geek boner. Just eleven days after it's released, you will be able to watch it at home for twenty dollars. That's, That's good. And. Yeah. Bloody, what do you think about this? More uh, studios are putting out first-run movies on early on home entertainment. You'll be able to watch The Hunt, Invisible Man, uh, the new Trolls movie coming out day and date on, on streaming, and Birds of Prey will also be released early 
Video on demand. Disney Plus put out Frozen 2 early. I think this is a good move now. I don't think this will be permanent. And as much as everyone would like it to be permanent. Uh, no, it's it's. I like it. It's not the first time it happened. I just think they need to lower the price. You know, because right now it's like 20 bucks and yeah, I don't want to pay. But you are not at 20 bucks a household to watch a first run movie. You are not making back your investment on a fucking hundred million dollar movie. Plus, you know. Oh, I know. Of course. Oh, I'm just being a cheap bastard. You can't <laughs> always be a cheap bastard. You can't. No, but this isn't, yeah. this isn't the first time this happened. Steven Soderbergh did it years ago with, uh, I forgot the name of the movie, but it was like the first time. It was like when Netflix first, I think, went streaming. Yeah. Or, or I think I, it was like right on the cusp of all this. And he he released a movie in theaters and on streaming at the same time. Oh. And they just did it with Parasite. Parasite, I saw it in a the theater, but I could have watched it at home. Oh, yeah. Parasite, because that had been at the Festival Con, which has been postponed. Like the biggest film festival, they yeah. postponed that shit. South by Southwest. It was yeah. out on streaming while it was in the theater. Um, Anthony, do you think this will be the new normal that these movies come out on streaming day and date if and when the movie theaters ever fucking reopen? No. No, right? Uh, they've been probably <laughs> two, weeks, two weeks after, maybe. And why not? Well, first off, actually, that is a good point. Um, if you want to win an Oscar, you still have to release your film in movie theaters. In a theater. Oh, shit. That's right. Um, but as far as. Um, like this becoming the new normal? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think so either. I just think, I think that, after this, people are going to want to go back out. Again yeah, after, well, that's, you know, that's true too. They're like, it. So, yes. so from from my experience at work, we're already anticipating if this ever gets back to normal, which it should hopefully, that business in terms of social gatherings will actually boom because oh. people will have been cooped up for yeah. so long yeah. Yeah. that they'll be in a celebratory mood and want to do all the things that they haven't been able to do. For Everyone will be buying tickets. Well, everybody will be poor and have no money. Or that. Or the world's <laughs> or very different. Or, well, that or the, uh, the people that are lucky enough to be still getting paid will have actually a lot of money. Well, it's like after World War II, the baby boom, you know? People went out partying. The ba- it, it'll Babies, I mean, babies will go, there will, nine months from now, oh, yeah. there will be a shit ton of babies. There's going to be there Corona will. babies all corona over the babies. fucking place. Corona Bellotti Jr. quarantines. <laughs> yeah, Corona. The corona kids. The Corona, the corona kids. kids. That's a new PBS show. Hey, kids. Yep. Welcome to the Corona kids. Well, yeah, I could, we could totally get sidetracked just talking about this. Uh, yeah. Wait, what I wanted to say, well, actually, Anthony, yes. without sports to watch, <laughs> what is the jock world like right now? Um... There's not much. Uh, there's a lot of NFL stuff going on. Um, UFC is still trying to ha- put on some fights. Um, WrestleMania. 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 There's no WrestleMania. Will be there, but it'll Rock be two Gronkowski's days. Gronkowski's hosting two nights of WrestleMania. A fucking Gronkowski. <laughs> in front of is nobody. Um, Jesus. I, I have been highly entertained. Uh, the, <laughs> the internet's great at, <laughs> at some point. They've been, lo- they've been doing these like commentaries on live marble racing. So I've been watching Marble. I saw something about Marble which is, Racing. Which is pretty funny. What the um, fuck? Check out Marble Racing. Um, but other than that, what have I been doing? Yeah. I I've recently finished my uh, last Oscar movie, oh, right Little Women. So Wow, you saw it. Wow. Good for you. I saw Little Women. Yeah. You're, braver, <laughs> you're a braver man than me. I, I've watched all the Oscar films before any of you guys. I fucking Most, loved it. Yeah. Did I love Little Women? <laughs> so, so let me ask you, because I still haven't seen all the Oscar movies. Yeah. My brother just saw... Most of them. He saw, and he, he says Jojo Rabbit was better than Parasite. And I said, no fucking way. So what did you think? What was your overall? Between those two? Well, all of them. Out of all the, all the nominated well, my, movies. My, my thoughts, I'm allowed to have my thoughts changed because I've only seen all of them just once. Right. I would say Parasite is the, is the best. But 
to your Jojo Rabbit point, I really liked Jojo Rabbit. It was I would good. have it I would have it in my top four or five at least. I might even I the last ranking I did with where I put Little Women there, I had Jojo Rabbit at three. I saw okay. that also. I fucking love Where's it. Little I Women? love that movie. Little Women, I think I had like seven or eight. I might I might actually put it by the at when this is all said and done at the last one. Not because it's not a bad a good film, but it's just not not my film. It's not for me. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit's no. fucking ballsy. That's a Jojo ballsy awesome. movie, and it's very good. It's very charming. L- Little Women, for what it's worth, is a good film. It's a very, very good film. But it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not made. I've to heard appeal to that's me. the best version of that book by Louisa May Alcott. I remember the author, Lisa yeah. Morrison. the The ending is kind of ambiguous too. It's not from the book, yeah. so it kind of. If you follow the book, it's not the same. And does it does it end like Sopranos, where you don't know if uh, just, she's whacked or not? Ah, it just cuts the blood. Sort of. And journey it, it, ends really? way, it ends in a way where <laughs> you don't know what happened, if what happened really happened, or if. Oh God! Yeah. Is it like Inception. Did, did, did the top spin over? No, it's <laughs> not like, spinning. I, I, Little Women is one of those movies. I've, I'm like every year. I feel like that movie is gets gets made. Yeah, it's, yeah This is the seventh adaptation. Yeah, there's yeah tons it's either that or it's a, some Kira Knightley Victorian era period piece that I'll I, never watch. I had no idea Ever. that the one from I think '94. Yeah, because I would never watch Little Women. Yeah, had like Winona Winona Ryder, yeah, I've Claire seen, I've Dane, seen that one. and yes. Kirsten Dunst. Yes. And that's why I watched it because they were all super hot at the time. I was like, "Oh well, shit, I gotta Kirsten watch this." Kirsten Dunst is like twelve years old in that Imran. I was just very confused because I expected them to be small and they're just regular size. Regular women. size. It should be yeah, called regular size women. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were gonna be hiding in the cupboard. You know, uh, there's the a Indian. There, there's a few. There's a few <laughs> lines in this one where the dad comes back. And he's like, "Oh." I love my little women. I'm like, oh my god, no one would ever talk like that. They no say, say I love my they little women. They say, oh, my little women. That's like the, I was watching The Perfect Storm the other day because yeah. I can't go anywhere. Yeah, and that's a good that movie. one line. Yeah. this is a once in a lifetime event. It will be the perfect it's storm. The like you wrote that line, storm. really? Yeah. <laughs> that's a real. That's dialogue. It's that, never good when the title of the movie is shoehorned into the fucking. No, movie. Not at all. <laughs> Except uh, the Warriors. Oh yeah, Warriors is good. That works. Yeah. So it's named after this Come game. After the only time it works. <laughs> uh, in celebrity news, uh, Idris Elba, Daniel Day Kim, and Tormund from Game of Thrones all test positive for coronavirus. Can I? Can I quote my, our buddy Michael Chukowski of TheVampireRobots.com? Yes. What did he say? He said, <laughs> "I don't know if this is verbatim." He said Idris Elba got coronavirus because all the shitty movies he was in weakened his immune system. Oh, that's a good one. That's like it. pretty good. And then Tor- Tormund just needed to drink. What was he drinking? Like dragon's milk on the show? What was that shit? He just needed to drink more of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, well, he, 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 I think he grew up um, from the teat of a uh, giant. Oh, it was giant's milk. That's what yeah. it was. He was drinking fucking giant teat yeah. milk. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, just re- just today, um, a couple Lakers got tested positive ah, for shit. coronavirus. Shit. So might yeah. be Lebr- one of them might be LeBron. Oh, no. man. Um, oh, and uh, Sean Easy. Payton of the NFL, a, and a, the New Orleans Saints coach, is the first NFL guy to get. T- uh, wow! Well, there was um, someone in the New York Yankees minor league system got tested positive for it. I mean, yeah. As these tests come out, we're going to see more and more people. Yeah. Hate, hate, hate to hate to say it, but may, the odds are one of these famous people might even pass. 
I mean, an you older, see. yeah, older person. Maybe well, not even an older person. I'm yeah. calling it now. It's going to be fucking Val Kilmer. He's gone. God, Betty White has he survived still everything. Alive? He's still Yeah, he is. He's still alive? Oh. He was in Jay and Silent Bob the oh, Reboot. Oh, he was. was he? We will ta- yeah, yes. so we'll talk is he about big, that. Is he still big and bloated? Oh, he looks horrible. He, he, he? looks like he has like a, a stroke and didn't really talk. He looks he like Marlon Brando at the end of his life. Yes, From like the island of Dr. Moreau with the big white costume on. Even worse than that. I think Betty White can beat coronavirus. She's survived everything else. She'll be fine. You know who's going to fucking beat coronavirus? Russell Brand. Why? He's already because he's already had everything. It's had true. Every fucking STD. Yeah. So if you're a celebrity now, you kind of have to be careful. You could be like Jared Leto, who just came out of a 12 day um, retreat away from the world and was like, holy shit, what's going on out here? He j- literally the, yesterday just found out about this. He should have just gone back out to the another 12 yeah. days. Yeah, why did he should turn around and be like, I'm out? <laughs> like, safer. You know? yeah. Yeah. Stay where you are, buddy. Uh, I, I, I heard there was, um, someone told me yesterday that there was a show that they're filming, I think, in Germany, like a Big Brother show. Oh, yes, the locked- cast of Big Brother Germany does not know they were going to tell them live on TV. That's crazy. Oh, Why don't they just tell him? That is the. Fun. That sounds like a movie. That's a yes. All of like this is they, a movie. They get out of their show and everyone's dead. Yes, <laughs> they want the ratings, so they're going to tell them live on the air on Big Brother Germany. So those people did not know. Or you could be like Vanessa Hudgens, who called it bullshit on social media. Now her career is oh yeah, pretty much done. When hot, it, but she's dumb as hell. She's hot. She is. She's when they make a movie about this in like a year or so, I think The Rock is going to be the star. Oh, yeah. It'll be like it's San Andreas rock, or something. Rock. As far as Vanessa Hutchins, although she did say something stupid and she's getting a lot of flack for yeah. it. but She apologized. The, the world, well, she did, but the world is so crazy right now that everyone will forget in a day or oh, two. Oh, absolutely. Like this, every hour, there's a fucking new thing well, happening. Yeah. Tony, I don't know. I'm sure you know about this, but did you notice? Did you think it was a little like weird that Tom Brady left the Patriots in the middle of all this? Yeah. What was up Crazy, with that? Right? Like, this is the best time to get out because no one will care. Yeah, that's what someone uh, was saying to me. Because Brady can't take a piss. Tom Brady can't take a piss without the fucking paparazzi. Everyone's sports center talking about him. So he was probably like, I'm going to go now. Well, I no one's bury this well. news. Actually, I think him leaving now, actually, so I'll take the opposite approach. That's the only sports thing that happened. So actually, that's what everyone's talking about in sports is that he yeah. left. So, But he's not going to get hounded by the paparazzi because they got to stay home. God, everybody in Boston, you can't go to the bar for St. Patrick's Day, and now Brady leaves. They're probably just hanging themselves. Oh, shit. They had a good run. Yeah. They had a good run. <laughs> good. Time to time to, he's so Fuck old. Why, no, I, no one feels sorry. Why for doesn't he retire? He still wants to play? Because he, he could still he do, still do it. it. He's good. Yeah. He's good. He's not like Peyton Manning where he got fucked up. Yeah. He's still he could good. still do it. Yeah. He, well, he missed out one season because he got yeah. tackled the wrong way. Yep. Yeah, he'll, he'll do it till he, he can't do it anymore. That, that's that's it. He and rips his arm off. He'll start making movies. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. Disneyland shut down and possibly losing $20 million a day while their parks closed. And they resisted also. And apparently attendance was huge the night before they shut down. Everybody came out. Well, Shang-Chi shut down and they're losing like 300 grand a day. So or Shang-Chi's director self-isolated, thought he had it. He got tested. He's negative. But yeah, Shang-Chi shut down. The Batman, Matt Reeves shut down. Matrix 4, uh, the Avatar sequels. That's fucking shits are never coming out now. I don't know. When when, when are you going to put out the Avatar? Um, it's, it's everything now. It's, it's everything. everything. Every major yeah, movie everyone. production has There's fucking nothing, shut I mean, down. You have a There's, list, but it's but it's, it's just it's assume everything. it's fucking everything. Uh, another interesting thing with the stocks down, Anthony, maybe I could shed some light on this. Analysts saying Apple is in a position to fucking buy 
Disney. Oh shit! Because of the stock, and in fact, right now, if we all pooled our money together, we could probably buy a controlling interest in a company. Like GameStop is like a dollar. Like we could own GameStop right now if we wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not the stock expert, but I I think it's just because they own a decent share already, and with it being lower, they could um, acquire it. I read an article that. If Steve Jobs was still alive, some guy was like, "If Steve Jobs was still it. alive, well, they yeah, he they would have figured out a way for Apple and Disney to be be working together." Already. I mean, oh, oh, absolutely, because he had the Pixar and the you know and and kind of got them all together. Pixar would go back to Apple. How yeah, about that? Yeah, that would be crazy. So you know, Disney billion dollar company, Apple a trillion dollar company. That's a big fucking gap there. Well, I I read that they're not they're not going to do it. like somebody was like, oh, if some I forgot who it was it was like a some sort of financial analyst was saying that if Apple wanted to buy Disney, they could right now, but it didn't mean like, it doesn't mean that they were sitting around like Tim Cook wasn't sitting around saying we should buy Disney. Yeah. I know that their Apple TV is hurting because yeah, it sucks. Now that they got all this buzz, they, you know, maybe they, they, it they, might, they bring, bring it up like uh, or a lot of the time at these meetings, like sometimes something that's in the news could totally spark something. Well, that's how Miles Morales was created, right? Because of Dan, uh, was it Daniel Glover? Was that his name? Uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Remember there was that campaign to get him to play Spider-Man after the Tobey Maguire movies? Yeah. And what's his name? Brian Michael Bendis saw that, and he's well, like, Mark Bernardin also was wrote an article. Yes, Mark, that's who it is uh, about Donald Mark Glover. Bernard. And then yes, Bendis saw that. He's like, well, Bendis I'd like to just make a new Spider-Man called Miles yeah. Morales. And uh, he's an amazing character. So other articles saying Hollywood could take a $20 billion hit from coronavirus easily, I think. Oh, easily. The number is in the Bs. Um, and as far as the MCU, does what what form do we get phase four in? Uh, I think, what is it going to change? Who knows? Yeah. No I, it's tough it. to, I, unfortunately, I, as fun as it is to predict this kind of stuff, yeah. it's so unpredictable. All right. Yeah. So here is some more facts uh, c- regarding conventions. I got a press release from Wizard World. Uh, we went we got press passes last year. Wizard World already preemptively. This is what they put out. They are saying they will launch a uh, vir- Wizard World virtual experience to bring the convention experience online. Uh, later this month, they're going to launch this thing where celebrities and groups involved in the inaugural programming will be announced. Fans will have the ability to purchase a personal one-minute video chat or a 15- or 30-second personalized video recording like a cameo. You can still get your signed 8x10 photos, signed memorabilia. There will be group chats, limited edition art. Uh, Wizard World already proactively saying, we're going virtual this year, I think you're going to see a lot of these places follow. But, Bilotti, how do you sell your artist alley wares if everything goes virtual? Um, they have to include you guys in this. As, as, yeah, I've you been know? seeing a lot. You know, I don't know. They've been they've been talking a lot about this. Like, um, uh, Emerald City did something similar to yeah, that, where yeah. they had like blocks of time. Where it's like, okay, between one and three, we're going to show this artist, this artist, yeah, we'll and this feature artist. these guys. That's a great idea. I had this idea because I'm supposed to do MegaCon in mid-April. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. It's in Orlando. Yeah. There's no way. It, if Disney shut down, there's no way they're doing this. Yeah. Um, but I had this stupid idea of, of setting up my table, putting my banner on it, putting all my prints on the table, and just doing like a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live of like my table and talking about my art and saying, here, this is like the link to buy this stuff. But if the post office is shut down, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> oh, and no one's making any money. But that's the, that's the idea I had. Now, Someone's going to hear this and go do it, but I'm assuming that's what they're going to do. It's just you go on 
and it's sort of like a Skype or something along those lines. Like and different you just rooms see, you can jump in and out of and stuff maybe. Yeah, and I'm sure people are just setting up in their homes. They're not going to go out for this to, to set up a table, you know, and it's probably going to be like an eBay sort of thing where it's like, you know, buy, so you know, you click on this link to buy this or buy that. But again, if no one has money, I that, I don't know. Yeah. But this might push in like a whole new era of of the con experience or just, you know, teleworking. And, you know, I think it's going to open up a lot of doors. You know, for the job you didn't think you could do at home, all of a sudden you could do it at home. You could do it at home. What do you, got, what do you guys think about the, an online Comic-Con uh, going on? You're missing the community experience. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. yeah. Social what's, experience. I mean, what's the, really the point? I, I mean, if, if they want to just offer something like that, I guess in the, in this situation, it's probably the best thing they can offer. But if you're if you're saying like this is going to be now a thing, I think they, as Bilotti said, the, the big thing about cons is being in a room yeah. where everyone is like minded, like that that feeling of being around everybody around you cares as much as you do about these this niche thing. How are the cosplayers going to get seen? Right. And, and, and for again, cosplayers. Yeah. yeah cosplayers. Vir- virtually. Um, free comic book day, which is always the first Saturday in May, where you can go to your local comic book shop and there's a whole stack of free shit that uh, publishers put out, is now going to be free comic book May. Oh, shit. Uh, the whole month of May, they are splitting out the distribution of these books to ease shipping and handling at the comic store. And so the whole month of May, there'll be different free comic books uh, at your local comic book store. The problem is I've already seen this start to happen. A lot of the because of the shutdown, if you are a small mom and pop shop, uh, a temporary shutdown is inevitably going to lead to a permanent shutdown. Uh, some of these places, if they're down for a week, that's it. The business is done. And I've already seen some stores say we're not reopening. We just can't after this. And we can, you know, we'll deliver you a pull list online. You can communicate. This isn't just common. This is no, every small every, business. Yeah. Every, this isn't, yeah. I know we, we want to yeah. stay in our lane small a little bit. Small business in general. It, small business in general. People are going to go yeah. belly up yeah. during this time. Unless unless the government helps subsidize a lot of these or things. Or you do the thing where you're buying gift cards from restaurants to use later, uh, gift certificates, try to support your local small. It's hard. Uh, but, yeah, look, small businesses uh, are going to be... They're going to be hurt. I mean, the thing that's and it's all well and good to do that. And if you have the means to support small businesses, do yeah. that. But there's a lot of people that just don't have jobs to even right. Support so small this businesses. like all this shit happening at once is just a bad fucking cycle. It's a bad situation getting set up. But there's some positives, people. It's not all doom and gloom. Uh, NASA has shown images from China and Italy and saying that the pollution has gone down in China and Italy. And in <laughs> fact, in Venice, there are dolphins and swans returning to the canal. This is the first time dolphins have been there for 60 years. Oh, shit. Actually, oh God, so no, go I was going to say, we may have inadvertently figured out a way to solve world pollution. <laughs> is that maybe every year you just shut everything down for like a month and it cleans up. I don't know. I put out a, an Instagram thing on the other day where it was like some positives from this. So going on so far, so mm-hmm. I'll just read them because there's five or okay, six of them. Okay, yeah, let's hear some more. So according to the New York Post, China has shut down all 16 temporary coronavirus, coronavirus hospitals in Wuhan yeah. as cases are drastically yeah. diminishing. Number two, a potential COVID vaccine has already reached human testing. We talked about that okay. in print first step. Uh, countries all over the world are suspending water, electricity, and internet shutoffs for residents unable to afford their bills. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. A lot of uh, people saying, don't pay the lease on your restaurant, right. just pay your employees. 
Doctors in India, I mentioned this, have cured a coronavirus patient with a combination of HIV drugs, suggesting this treatment be used on a global scale. And from the Daily Mail, a 103-year-old Chinese grandmother has fully recovered from the coronavirus after a six-day treatment. Oh, that's huge. So not not every old person goes away. Now, the percentage, I think, is like 20, 30%. Yeah. it's it's a killer, but it's you can it's it's not like so Ebola for instance. Yeah. So I think our uh, the number right now for the world is around somewhere between two and ten. We don't know. Ebola is like vicious. It's like a thirty five percent, thirty five to forty yeah. percent killer. And there was an outbreak of that recently in the Congo. Just like yeah. while this is happening, World Health Organization was basically releasing um ebola numbers too yeah well yeah. They were, no in, during the summer they were yeah. like this is we got to watch out for this it's this still around yeah if I, yeah, oh, yeah. It, that's still there there is another crazy story in thailand you know how there's like just city monkeys in thailand there's monkeys everywhere the tourists love them they eat the tourist food and they hang out well now without any tourists there's literally gangs of monkeys fighting in the fucking street of thailand looking for food so that's fun. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, I just saw this thing on Twitter. A bunch of elephants. That's a movie right that's there. That's a, that movie, a movie, right? That's Planet of the Apes. There's a bunch of elephants in uh, China, like broke into this farm. Oh, shit. For corn, and they found all the corn wine, and they drank it all, and they got drunk, and they <laughs> fell asleep in, in, the, in the farm. Oh, that's adorable. The elephants got drunk and passed out. It is. They're partying. See? There's still good things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's good hope. No, Agent Smith from the first Matrix was yeah, right. Yeah. We are the virus. Yeah. Just like the Walking Dead. It's not the monsters, the zombies. The, it's the fucking yeah, we're people. The monsters. It's the people you got to look out for. They're terrible. Um, okay. This is a good place. We're going to take a quick break, play some promos, and we're going to come back and review a legit Godzilla movie, people, right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. We'll get you back to your regularly scheduled podcast in just a minute. But we wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm Blake on this highly produced advertisement. That's right. It's the History of Bad Ideas, a.k.a. Hobie. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast and on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas. But if you like a podcast uh, roundtable with three to five guests, usually every week, depending on sick leave, uh, talking about all things geek, including movies, TV. I ain't getting paid for this shit. Blake bitching about something and ranting, uh, and comic books and anything else that we can think of. We have a top five list every week, along with a box office news, and somehow we have listeners, so they send us some feedback we answer every week. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Spotify. And any good podcast app, because if you can't find us on that podcast app, it's not a good podcast app. Damn straight. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, guys. This is Venice, and I've got a message from a friend of mine about my favorite podcast. It's your boy, Flavor, Flavor, and Full Effect. Check this out, everybody. I want y'all to go check out TJ. What's good, everybody? TJ Johnson here from Voice from the Underground. I am the most handsome. Big ass. And I'm smoking my cigar, of course. You know what I'm saying? The Josh. You pick me up in an Uber and a PT Cruiser, I'm calling Lyft. Instead <laughs> <laughs> be fighting the power, talking about social issues, politics, you know what I'm saying? And we're not even that good. Right, we're terrible. Terrible. Tangents <laughs> all over the place. And not only that, but they be keeping the fun with the sports, music, comics, 
and movies too. Am I allowed to I talk? Think, I think no, not right now. Shut up, just... colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You on Twitter at VFU Podcast. Though so you can find them, you can find them. So check one, two. This is Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy. Okay. What Flav was trying to say is, check out Voice from the Underground on your favorite podcast network. Voice from the Underground. Anthony, you've been working hard uh, during the quarantine, uh, putting up bonus content on our uh, yeah. lovely fan club that you can find at jockinner.com slash patreon what'd you put up this week kind of talked about it a little bit already a little bit earlier but there's a jock talk up there did you put that up yet that is up there that's up there there's an instant reaction to jojo rabbit and an instant reaction to little women as i mentioned earlier i've now completed my oscar tour and Yay. eventually i'm going to do a episode i uh a spinoff show with one of my buddies where we just discuss all uh, the oscar movies and maybe rank them or something like that right on yeah and like i said i also watched jojo rabbit i fucking loved it uh, I'm, I haven't listened to your little women reaction, but I think I'm just going to listen to that without watching the movie because I'm really curious. But you kind of answered. Uh, it's not you're not the target audience, obviously, but no, but it's good. It's, it's Greta just... Gerwig. She did, you know, Lady Bird the year before that was also nominated for uh, Best Picture. Uh, everything she does just becomes. She, best. Uh, what's her name's in it? Sorcy uh, Ronan. Sorcy Ronan. I don't know how you say Emma, Emma, Emma Watson. I love Emma Watson. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's in that, too. She's great. Uh, Laura Dern is in it. Oh, Laura Dern won the fucking Oscar. Yeah. And uh, new Black Widow girl. Uh, oh, yeah. Florence, Florence Pugh, Pugh is yeah, in, in that, it. too. Yeah. And we're going to have to wait to see her till who knows when in the Black Widow. But, listener, you can find all that at jockiner.com slash Patreon. You get bonus audio, bonus content. Go there. Click it. Check it out. Let's get to our movie review. We are doing, get this, listener, Godzilla versus Hedorah. Did I say that right? Yes. Oh, or the Smog Monster. The smog monster called yeah, Godzilla the smog. versus the Smog Monster. Here is your spoiler alert. I got a little special mix right here. Run! It's Godzilla! <laughs> Crack yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Nailed it. Uh, this is uh, so uh, you know if you've been listening, we we do a lot of uh, Patreon requested, Patreon sponsored movie reviews. We probably will not have a lot of new movie reviews. We could do Bloodshot now; it'll be out March twenty fourth. Watch that shitty movie and review. Yeah, let's do it. You know, mm. one well, well, one we pay for it one time. Everybody can watch it. Great, perfect. But we, I wanted to do something different and to have each of us pick a movie for everyone else. Uh, last week was that last week? Two weeks ago, I had picked True Romance. No, that was last week. No, it was two weeks ago. True Romance, everyone watched it, and this week was the jocks pick, Anthony, and yeah. why did you pick this particular Godzilla movie <laughs> for uh, the review? Yeah, I don't know really. I So I, I picked, I wanted to pick a Godzilla film just because I wanted to make you watch something you hadn't seen. Yes. Um, and Godzilla was a, uh, was a big part of my childhood. Yeah. Uh, why this particular film? So this particular film, as a child, I had so much trouble finding a copy of this film to watch yeah. it for me i don't felt i felt like it was never on tv it's like the holy grail every time i went to blockbuster or hollywood video it was never there i'd seen so many previews for it so many trailers for it because i had these 
VHSs, which were just trailers of every monster movie that you know, like U.S. the U.S. was or Japan was producing. So I really wanted to see this movie. It's a cool looking monster. So I saw it when I finally saw it as a kid. I don't remember how old I was. I was probably un, under twelve years old. Okay. Um, I thought it was the greatest movie ever. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen it since then. Oh wow! So, so I, I've only maybe seen it prior to watching it for this review, maybe once or twice. I want to say shout out to Fiddlesticks Winterbottom for sending us the links. They, uh, all these Godzilla movies apparently are on archive.org. You can watch them for free. I will have a link in the show notes if you want to watch it. Follow along. It, uh, so adding on to that real quick, the reason not only did I pick this because I thought it was a great movie as my childhood in my childhood, but as an adult, I haven't really sat down and watched a Showa Godzilla film in a very very long time with an adult sensibility and, right. and critical but, eye kind of thing. I've watched, um, you know, some of the recent stuff and all the recent movies that came out. I've watched as an adult, um, but I haven't gone back and watched a Showa film, let alone this one, which I probably haven't seen since I was eleven years old. So I was I was curious to see what I would think. No, about I'm, it as well. I'm really glad you picked this because this is the one all you fuckers have been telling me to watch. Like you will love this movie and. I'm excited to talk about this because I know you, Bilotti Rugboy, I've seen this movie many, many times. This is the first time I've ever seen this movie as an adult. Uh, let me set it up real quick. This movie came out in 1971. It's directed by Yoshimitsu Bano and written by Bano and Takeshi Kimura and produced by Toho Studios that makes all the Godzilla movies. This is the 11th film in the Godzilla series, and you just mentioned it is the Showa era, which uh, spans 1954 to 1975. Bloody! If I say anything wrong, just jump in and correct me. This is all the shit no, I found. Doing good. Doing uh, good. And then going. it was re- released theatrically in Japan uh, in '71. Released in the U.S. under the name Godzilla vs. Smog Monster in '72 as a double feature with a movie called Frogs. So you could go, you could go see Godzilla vs. Smog Monster and Frogs on Rotten Tomatoes. This thing has 12 uh, reviews, giving it a 58 percent. Tomato meter score, 5.3 out of 10. Box office-wise, apparently it made about 300 million yen in Japan, which in today's dollars is about $2.8 million. And obviously, you could tell the budget was not healthy. Uh, no. Very low. No. Um, and Godzilla bodies this right, played by a dude named Haruo Nakajima. Yes, that is correct. And the guy that played Hidera is uh, Ken Satsuma, who would go on to play Godzilla in the Heisei era Godzilla movies from 85 up until Destroyer. Oh, and as far so as that the- was like, that was his first role in a Godzilla movie. Oh, okay. Didn't he have appendicitis during the movie or something? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that. I have some production notes. And as far as oh, okay. uh, but the director, Yoshi Mitsubano, uh, he, was, uh, he worked with Akira Kurosawa, I believe. He was like an assistant. But then uh, somebody didn't like this movie, and he never made another Godzilla movie. He got fired. Everybody hated this movie. (laughs) When it originally came out. So there's also a couple of different versions. I watched kind of two different versions. They were the same but different. There's the original, obviously, in Japanese. There is a version where uh, the, the English is dubbed, but the songs are still in Japanese. And then there's a version where the English is dubbed and the songs are in English. That's the one I saw. For and this. it's Save the Earth. They're singing about Save the Earth. Save the Earth. Yeah, that's the one. Save the Earth. So I actually liked the one with the Japanese songs. I dug the fucking Japanese songs. Yeah, that's the one I watched today. Uh, yeah, so and, the, and the, the voiceover was, you know, it's what a, what you expect the voiceover that's to be. That's the one I, I own, yes. Yeah, that's the one that seems to be the most popular. As far as plot, 
for this movie. Anthony, you want to do the plot? It's sure. pretty simple and straightforward. Um, yeah, basically, there's a monster that is formed because of all the pollution in in the ocean and in the air um, that has come out of the, the ocean and now is terrorizing Japan, and Godzilla is here to save the day. That's it. I uh, So uh, let me start with my opening thoughts, since I'm the only one that's never seen this movie. I've seen it for the first time at 40 flurf. I don't even know how old I am. How old are you? I don't Jesus. know. You know what? This 40 flurf. 40 flurf. <laughs> this working at home shit, I have lost all concept of what fucking day is it. Anybody else going through that? I'm dumber than I already am. I'm like, like, I can't even form a sentence. I wasn't sure it was the beginning of the week. I, like, if There's no concept of time anymore. Because of how fucking fucked up everything is. And this movie is kind of topical to what's happening right now in a way. Uh, but my initial reaction to watching this is I've kind of really fucking enjoyed this movie. What a weird fucking trippy movie with a heavy handed message about pollution. But the spirit of the psychedelic 60s in the movie also with weird uh, cartoon clips and just trippy visuals and some uh, fun kaiju battle. Uh, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. Like I, it was, it was a very unexpected. So I did like oh. this movie. Uh, it's great. It seemed very different. It seemed to mirror kind of the original Godzilla in the sense that that was a message about nuclear war and what we're doing to the, to each other and the, right. the world. And this I was, is similar. I was going to point that out. Yeah. So, I feel like it's like Anthony. You said you were twelve. I feel like it's important to uh, to find out how old were you when you watched this movie, uh, Bilotti, How old were you when you first saw this movie? That's a really good question. One of the earliest memories I have of watching a Godzilla movie is this one. Oh, wow. I think I think I was either ten or twelve, or it's it's it was that I remember I saw it once, kind of like Anthony did. And then I found a video copy of it at the local video store. So I had it on tape and then it disappeared, but I had it forever. And then it just disappeared. I think they, um, the company that had it, it just went out of print and it didn't come back. It just one day in the nineties, it appeared on the sci-fi channel. I don't know if you guys remember this and it appeared in like, it was totally restored. It was subtitled. Oh, wow. it was gorgeous. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And everybody freaked out. And now it's just got released with the Criterion Collection. So that's how you can get it now if you want to pick it up. There is a DVD available, which I have. And um, it's it came yeah, out by yeah. itself. Yeah, if you it's can not, get it. It's not in any comp. Like, they had, like, these big box sets. Right. And it was always absent from those. So uh, you could get, like, a Showa box set, and that would be missing. Right. And, like, uh, and Destroy All Monsters would be missing. That was for the other reason. one. Yeah, that was yeah. like the that was the big holy grail one for me. Was you destroy all monsters? You couldn't find it anywhere. You can't find no. destroy well, all monsters. And I re- that to make sense because as a kid, I could never see those were the two movies I had the most trouble uh, tracking down and watching. Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, destroy all monsters on TV. I remember when Godzilla lands in Tokyo and the monorail scene. Remember, Amanda's in the foreground with the monorail. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw, I remember that as a kid, and then I never saw it again. And I was like, "What was that fucking movie?" And then I found out what it was, and then I watched it and was really let down. <laughs> I went to Tower Records, you know, remember Tower Records? Of course. Used to sell DVDs yeah. there. Yeah. And they had a used copy, and I didn't buy it. And I was, oh. like, so mad that I didn't pull the trigger. God. I think I was embarrassed to buy it in front of the people I was with or something like that because I was with a bunch of people, like, cool rock people, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to buy it. Rugs, how old were you when you first saw this, and what does it oh mean to God. you? Oh, my God. I don't know. I would, I, I'm going to say, like, six or seven. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. And it was on like uh the WPIX like like they had like the 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 monster movie Kung Fu Hour. They had they had like monster movie and then a kung fu movie after it and then it would be like the whole afternoon would be like that type of shit. It's my whole childhood right there. It's yeah. Why, the only two posters I do are kung fu movies and Godzilla movies because of yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, that's basically like if you were a kid in the East Coast, NYC area, you would see that marathon every Sunday every, yeah, or something. Every weekend, I remember. And um, yeah, so this one, I, I, um, I was all about the toys that the little kid had. Oh, oh yeah, he God. had all these. He's playing with Godzilla those, toys. I just remember running to my mother and saying, "I want that Godzilla, that big one that he has on the slide. I want that one." And then I would like look at it and go, "Look!" In, in, in the scenes where, because they go back to him playing with the slide a couple times yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So I was always looking at all the toys. That He's got an old. You know, back. I noticed he has an Ultraman in there too. Yeah, there was an Ultraman in there. And there's a scene when Godzilla is fighting Hidora at the end. Hidora shoots him with his eye beam. And I just found this out today. I didn't even realize it. But when Godzilla puts his hand up, that was Nakajima doing the Ultraman pose. Hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I was like, oh, fuck. That's it? That is what that was. I have a lot of questions and a lot of observations about this movie. <laughs> Let me tell you. Just well, I got answers right if you away, have questions. But it's amazing. But, right? Well, we, we didn't get into our some of the opening oh, thoughts. Oh, uh, yeah. Who else wants to go? Anthony, you said you were 12. Well, I mean, I don't think we heard either. There, Did you guys? So before we get into me, like the Bilotti... Rug boy, did you guys like this film? Why did you well, like when it? When I saw this movie, I was a kid, so I didn't really have an, a, a great amount of a, a acumen in the film. Like, is it good or is it bad? Is right. it shitty? I just remember it was Godzilla, and uh, I like the way that this Godzilla kind of looks more than some of the other ones. Um, and uh, I remember that that Hedera could fly and transform into different things. Yeah, that was crazy. I remember there was little cartoons in there. Weird, and that, that just stuck with me as like. Oh, this is like not your typical Godzilla movie. This right. is like a no. little bit more for kids. This is a little bit more um, fun. And I remember the I remember the seventies music and the dancing and the that like weird like lava lamp looking shit behind everybody. Yeah, the, the pulsating yeah. liquid. I mean, it's kind of gruesome. Is it for kids? I feel like Anthony. How is this different than the other Godzilla movies leading up to this? Um. Well, I mean, it's it is a little more violent yeah. in the Godzilla type a lot, way, a lot of carnage. Um, but it also is very heavy handed with the message. So it's it's a kind of a weird mix of of tone. But it's um, bloodless. Yeah, it is yeah, bloodless. It is like, bloodless. I remember when I was a kid and I used to see blood. Yeah. I would freak out. Yeah. Like I think in like King Kong saves the world or whatever, or King Kong Kong escapes. There's blood in that oh, one. Yeah. There's blood there's- in some Godzilla, like Godzilla versus Gigan. He gets like a cut on his nose because Gigan. Well, Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla. Or, or the right, people, right. their people are bleeding. Yeah. Right. I think it, there's blood. Well, in, like When people would bleed, I would freak out when I was a kid. Well, this one is more, um, this movie, I think this movie is very dark. And the only scene in this movie that hurts it for me is Godzilla flying, oh. which was the director felt the movie was very dark. Yo, that shit was that. hilarious. It's hilarious, but the director was like, so bad. Scene. But he it's wanted terrible. to add some sort of levity or something that was a little humorous into it because the whole movie is dark. There, there's a scene where um, they have all these talking heads on TV and there's a baby buried in pollution. Yes. Yes. And, yes. Then there's, 
and you know, and it was a real baby. And then there was another scene where the sludge comes down the stairs of the of of the club they're in, and when it comes back, there's a cat covered yeah, in sludge. Why did the fucking cat die? What is this bullshit? Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. I that was that, very yeah. strange. Uh, it was you know, the, I think it's hilarious when when Hedora flies over and miss everyone. The the decomposing like they dry out, but then they're like super white, clean skeletons. Like it's almost yeah. cartoony. But it's kind of horrifying. And but it is also horrifying. It. The flying is this the first time Godzilla flew in a movie? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's the only time I think. You know what? Uh, how he's gonna catch up with him? Listen, if you're a little kid, yes. you don't question it. You're just like yeah. fucking thing is flying. So you want to hear a funny story about the flying? Yes. Um, the the basically the Godfather of the Godzilla series, Tomiyuki Tanaka, was in the hospital for this entire production, so he had no idea what was going on. So when he came out and he saw that scene in that movie, he said, that guy is never, ever making another Godzilla movie. He actually had uh, the famed Godzilla director, Shiro Honda, yes. look over the movie. That's see, why like, Bono got, like, did not, he got fired afterwards or did not make another movie. He wasn't allowed. Yeah. But what's ironic is that he ended up producing the legendary Godzilla movies. Oh. He wanted to make a sequel to this called Godzilla vs. Deathla. And well, he wanted to make another movie called Godzilla 3D to the Max, where yes. Godzilla's in Africa. Yeah, yeah, I read and that. And he took it the um, he wanted to make this movie, and then eventually it manifested. It. I don't know the whole story. I always forget, but it turned into the legendary movie because he was he approached Hollywood about it, and they, you know, it turned into. Oh, what that we turned have into now, the 2014 movie, huh. which is a good. I don't know if it's a good thing. Or, I think it's a bad thing, but I'm not really a big fan of the legendary movies. But anyway, that's how it um, that's how hmm. it started because of that guy, the guy that made. The most polarizing Godzilla movie is why we have the legendary movies. Hmm. Well, here, let me uh, jump in real quick because I will. I want to just get in my opening thoughts, and I'm curious to see what you guys, both Bellotti and uh, Rugs, think of it now. Um, so, obviously, I mentioned I saw it as a kid and loved it. Um, had no concept of anything. Watching it as an adult is a very, very different experience. Yes, so weird. Um, the fight scenes are still a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it is a tough, to me, kind of a watch to go through again. I, I do enjoy aspects of it, but there are points where I'm like, let's just get to the fight scenes. Some of the fight scenes are, are kind of dark, like Bellotti had mentioned. Yeah. Um, there's a weird thing that Godzilla keeps doing where he keeps rubbing his nose. Yeah, why does he wipe his uh, mouth and then like think, wave his arm? What is this? I think he's... he's He's just, they're doing, he was just doing a lot more um, human-like behaviors. Yeah. I think he was like, I guess because it smells bad. Oh, I could um, I was like, why does he keep doing that? What the fuck Hedor- is that? Hedorah, though, is a, is a cool-looking monster, in my oh, opinion. Yeah, great design. The, the, um, the scene with him just smoking the fucking out of the stacks. I love that. He's getting it, high off the pollution. I mean, it is, it is a disturbing-looking scene, yeah. him just sitting there just, smoking. So, yeah. There is a there is entertainment value there, but it is, I will say, quite a different experience watching it as an adult, and something where I'm glad I saw it as a kid and could yeah. enjoy it. Could enjoy it then. If that was my first movie as an adult, I would be I'd be entertained, but I wouldn't have had the reverence for it that I had as a kid. I still think you can appreciate this on a B movie level. Like you know, it's a Godzilla movie. It's quite a good B movie. Like the miniatures are pretty cool. Some of the compositing is not bad. The well, fire there, there is the one smoke. shot though where they they look at his arms and you can tell the costume is like deteriorated. And sometimes the, yeah. his his uh, wounds change sides. Like sometimes he, he got it. You know, yeah. the thing is too. Um, this movie was made for the Champion Matsuri Festival, which was going on in Japan because they were done with Godzilla movies after Godzilla's Revenge. And they realized they were packaging Godzilla films for this festival. And they said, why don't we just make new movies for this festival? 
this is the one they went in there with, and then they followed Megalon and Gigan and so on and so forth. Um, but this movie, to me, like revisiting it, I think it's as powerful as the 54 in terms of message. And I think a lot of the Showa films were just sort of spectacle after 54. Mm. Except for like Mothra vs. Godzilla, that was about capitalism. And King Kong vs. Godzilla was about um, like corporate greed and stuff like that. Um, but this movie was so dark and so serious. And when I watch it now, I see all the themes and I really appreciate it because it has what I love about Godzilla, where I either like when Godzilla is like our punishment or I like when he's a part of a bigger story that's not really centered on him. And like watching this movie now, all I can think about is, man, I wish the budget was bigger. Yeah. You know, because there's so many scenes that could have been just much better. Like if they were fighting in a city, if there were bigger crowds running in the street, because there's one scene where Hidora is attacking and there's just a kid on the street. I'm like, where are the people? Yeah. You know, or the construction worker that falls off the building. There's like one construction worker on this entire building. That's kind of weird. And then like the building collapses in silence. There's weird silence, music yeah. editing, weird music. It's, ba- it's basically an experimental art film with Godzilla. It, it, it seems, it. yeah, it seems, you know, that's a great, great way to put it. It seems like an avant garde art. It's almost documentary style with those, uh, the, the animated clips kind of showing you what the next chapter is about. They're like chapter right. headers. Uh, but I, I think that's why I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think that's why a lot of cut fans him off anytime do it. Yes. Yeah, please do. <laughs> but I think that's why a lot of fans have a hard time with this movie because they just want like big, big monster, bang, bang, boom, boom. And this movie doesn't really give you, you that. Get it makes three you three battles think a though. There's three well, good battles. You get, you get the battles and you get the goofy shit, but you also get a he- very heavy handed message yeah. out as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean like, yeah, the heavy handed message I think worked for me as a kid. Because like, absolutely. It, Did you start recycling like, oh, after this? Pollution bad. Yeah. Okay, I get Let's it. Let's recycle. You know, Godzilla's <laughs> yeah, exactly. a good guy, yeah. and the smog monsters obviously bad. Yeah. And and you know, it, it, for me, I was entertained as a child because you know this monster is in the water. They do a little jawsy thing, and then all of a sudden he's he's out, and he's then he can fly. So it's a lot of variety. All right. Yeah. So you got a lot of variety. You got a lot of fight scenes. You got a really easy story that like a little kid can follow because some of the Godzilla stories I didn't, couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. I just like wanted to see the monsters fight, but this one I remember like knowing what it was about. Yeah. Like because there really isn't yeah. nothing. To, there really isn't really anything. It's like we pollute the earth, and then at some point they say something about, and they totally put this in later. Like this whole thing, they're looking at planets. And it's all a voiceover because, you know, they slapped this on later to try and make sense out of, well, he, oh, no one explained why Hedorah came it's from. It's Hedorium. It's the alien uh, element. Hedorium, right? Wasn't it? Isn't that yeah, what it the was? story is that he's like an alien tadpole that lands in this pollution and grows. And grows in the, I mean, the shots of sludge in the beginning, there's a mannequin in the sludge. They yeah. constantly come back to this. And I believe some of it, like, he, he, uh, the guy who wrote it and the director saw sludge in Japan and kind of gave him this idea. Um, oh yeah, there was a whole backstory. Like all that shit, all that imagery. Like as much as you want to say this movie is shitty, powerful. it did. It did yeah. stick with me for years. There's substance, yeah. absolutely. So um, there's something to say about that yeah. that you can create an image that's going to be that uh, enduring. Well, it's in he, your mind. Hedera was also scary. I remember when I was a kid that scene where he he crashes into the the freighters. Yeah, and you see his head in the water. Uh, on that the scared TV, me when yeah. I was a kid. Absolutely. Or when the when the father sees him underwater, yeah. oh, those yeah. eyes are terrifying. <laughs> that I mean, even when he even when the kids on the rock and the, he's like, oh my god, like the, there he is right there, and he jumps out of the water, he jumps out, yeah. That, but but it, that's weirdly edited though. <laughs> yes! He jumps out and he and holds then, the knife up. 
Well, he holds the knife up and then jumps out, and then the next thing you see is the, that Hedera is back in the water going the opposite no, direction. Yeah, so this yeah, is yeah, what happens. Does, he jumps there's out. There's so many bad cuts in this movie. I can point them out. <laughs> there's a close-up of him slicing his body, and then you hear a splash. And then so what? He just turned around in the air and fucking Mid-air, went back yeah. in the water. What the yeah. fuck is? I love yeah. the beginning of this movie. I love meeting the human characters. You know, you have the scientist, how he figures out the tadpole. I love the kid going, Papa, Papa, it's a tadpole. I, I like that he's wearing short shorts. I, liked, I love the old man who's like, oh, I brought this weird fish. I don't know what it is. I thought maybe you could figure it out. <laughs> Do everybody in the it's movie. It's so great. I, and then I love <laughs> the fucking guy in the disco. He's hallucinating. He sees fish heads and the he freaks people, out. Yeah. I love it when they're talking about the forms of Ghidorah and they're both drinking Tang. <laughs> drinking Tang? I, I mean, I love the different Didn't forms. Didn't that stand out to you? You're like, look at how orange those this drinks shit are. shit is orange. I love that there was different versions of this. Of wow, Hedora. everyone really enjoyed it. I knew you would like this. I, it was wow. so fucking I weird. I enjoyed it, too. Yeah. I, it's it's, it's a, a shitty movie, but I enjoyed it, it, it a, lot, a lot of aspects of it. Like, there's things that I don't like as far as some of the cuts. Like, there's that one scene where Godzilla, for some reason, falls into a grave that's been dug out. Yeah, and then Ghidorah. I mean, in a, a Ghidorah, diarrhea is all Ghidorah. over him. Hedera like yeah, just shits yeah, all over great. him. Like, diarrhea. Yes, he's getting buried. And then they just cut to them rolling down. <laughs> yeah, the side that, of the I, 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 I forgot that happened. I, rem- I remember watching that. And I'm like, wait, he was basically KO'd in that crater, and now they're both just rolling down. They're rolling the hill. down the fucking mountain. Yeah, I'm like, there's some some fuckery going on with this. Like they probably they this edited that shit. Yeah, something was cut out that we didn't see. Yeah. I love so I love the seventies rock like guitar music, but I also love when it just suddenly cuts out and changes to something else abruptly. There's like no transition. Very oh, 70s. Yeah. They all decide to go to the top of Mount Fuji yeah. and just dance in the middle of yeah, the thing. And then all and then, but, they, but they are doing they what the fucking Spring Breakers are doing yes, now. Yes, they're doing exactly There's a scene the just like the Florida thing. Spring. They're like, fuck it. Hedora's here. We're going to go party. Hedora shows up, kills all of them, except for Ken and his mom. Somehow the mom is super invulnerable to anything he spits out, but it kills everybody else. Bilotti, I know Ruggs yeah. just said he still enjoys it. Did you? Do you still enjoy it as an adult? I do. I, I find that um, it's it's in my top five for wow. the show era. Whoa. Yeah, I do enjoy oh, it. What I notice, I don't think it's the best movie, but I do enjoy it. it I don't know why not, I, don't, I can't stop enjoying it's, it. Well, because it's simple. It's good, and it's good and evil. What well, I and notice, it's a good. It's a, the monster design. The monster is really incredible, cool. and yeah. that that concept of the of the different stages that started everything in Japan. That started the whole develop. You know, the evolving creature mm, idea. Yeah. What I noticed, though, um, only only three of us have seen Gamera two. When I watched this recently, because I haven't watched this in years, and then I watched it for the first time, I think like a year ago, mm-hmm. and I noticed it was very, very similar to Gamera 2. If you watch the whole, you know, an alien comes, it gets bigger, it's evolving, it's growing, it's going to take over. Um, Godzilla has a team up with the military to stop it, and Gamera 2 it's alien lands. It grows. It's evolving. It's going to take over. Gamera has to team up with the military to stop it. I'm well, like, you know wow. What, you know what else? It's this Godzilla versus Destroya. It's the oh, same yeah. thing where it's the yeah. pre-Cambian little creature. It evolves. Right. And then there's different forms and it gets but, together. But even the but see the thing with Destroyer was that like that was the end of Godzilla. Right. What I noticed is that um, at the end when Godzilla. So basically, for those that don't know, the military makes these giant electrodes to sort of uh, dry out Hidora with like this elect- electrical beam, but it doesn't work. So Godzilla drags Hidora over there, blows the radiation into it, and it works and it kills Hidora. And at the end, Godzilla looks at the military, he looks at the people, and he gives a look of like, you know, I fucking did this for you guys, but you do it again, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to kick your ass next time, Godzilla right? Godzilla saves the day. 
So he saves the day. So in Gamera 2, at the end of that, he blows up Legion. He uses the Earth's energy. He goes to hell and back to stop this thing. He stops and he looks at the military again. And instead of them getting scared, half of them salute him and then Gamera flies off. And I'm like, oh, that's such a cool little nod mm. to Hidora. Because that's my favorite part of Gamera 2 is when they like just they give the guy respect. But you know? what are the white balls? Yes, damn this it. is my question. <laughs> so those those are supposed to be his eyes. I thought they were like. Are they though? Really? That's what. There that's, was no eyeballs yeah. on it was the fucking to be, thing. But it's then supposed to be. They do a really bad cut because it, the Hedora is basically a husk, and then he starts to fly away again. Yeah. So there's, he, he thinks you, he has eyes. You again. think he's got him down with the electrodes? He pulls out these two orbs, but his eyes are red. You don't see any eyeballs. But Hedora's not done. Fly, this is where Godzilla flies, and for anybody. You've probably seen this gif of Godzilla standing up with his tail curled and his breath propelling him backwards, the most inefficient way to fly. Uh, I don't know why they just didn't have him just fucking fly normal, uh, belly down, uh, but he catches yeah, up well, with him. He's got, but he's got no way to, no propelling, no yeah, propulsion yeah, 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 unless yeah, he flies backwards. He's got a, you, know, I, yeah. I, you know what I noticed about that scene? When he fries him and then he comes out and, he, and Hidora flies. Yeah. If you noticed... Um, remember Godzilla grabs him by the tail and slams him on the ground repeatedly. Yep. Yeah, that was great. That was, that was the costume from earlier in the movie. So I think like the because he grows. Remember, he gets yeah. bigger than yeah. Godzilla. He's yep. huge. Yeah, he's bigger. I think Godzilla fries him in the movie. I think was what they were doing, and that ki- that's kind of like a like a second skin almost. Yeah, right. That's and then he's like his smaller size, and then Godzilla is able to catch it's, him and slam him. It's and, great battles because Godzilla gets his ass kicked a lot. It's, in my, this it's my favorite fight from the Showa era. And also, like when you first see the final form of Ghidorah, where he's silver, like he's clearly spray painted silver. Uh, I yeah. love that version of the suit, and the miniatures actually. Look pretty good. Like I didn't think they were that bad for you know. B Godzilla. There, there is one thing I noticed about the miniatures. Yeah, where they are, uh, they're doing the, they're flashing the bright lights yes, with those, those little are cars. Toy cars. Yes. Well, they're they're certainly toy cars. Yeah. But I was like, that's not how that would work. They would only be able to brighten up like the bottom of his feet. Yeah, he's getting. Oh, like, that's yeah. a good point. They, yes, he's they keep all showing Hidora's yes. face yes. brightening every time the car the light full flashes. Hedora. Yeah. It shows up at Mount Fuji. They're throwing their torches at him. What? They're yeah. like hitting him. What is this going like, to do? Up in, up in his face. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got the throw power? <laughs> you know what was cool about that scene, though? You don't really, in the show era, you don't really see the monsters interacting with people that much. Ah, right. And he sees them and he starts, he, sh- yeah. <laughs> he shoots his sludge, his fucking sludge ball. I love when he them. spits shit at everyone. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's that weird scene in the middle with the, the talking heads and the news and the uh, the TV screens and and, the, and and it repeats and it turns into the colors. It's very trippy. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? It's very trippy. It, those it's are the, the, go ahead. No, I was going to say, those are the scenes that I think put a lot of people off. I was going to say, this is the type of movie I recommended this to you, Imran, before you yeah. were going to watch it, like yeah. years ago. Yes, it's like, yes. This is the type of movie you get like really stoned oh, yeah, or you, you do your lit. favorite psychedelic yeah, and you just watch this type of this movie. Yeah. This movie. It's, yes. it's, again, like, like, like I said, when I watch it now, it just it hurts because they talk about stuff that they do in the movie that they couldn't show because of the budget. Yeah. Like there's like there's if you notice there's no military stuff in the movie. There's no military attack. Uh, but they say they were fu- they were attacking him and the and the bombs and missiles went right through him. So they told oh, you about it but they didn't that. show it. Mm. Yeah. I love there's a how lot of things. The military was literally just they're just standing. There's like 12 fuckers just standing there the whole time doing nothing at the end. It's great. I tried. So, no, and the costume's the great. Like you can kind of see where the guy is, but it is bigger than the the other Godzilla costume. Here's another question, Baladi. Maybe you could shed some light on this. 
Uh, you know, the scene, there's a lot of scenes where there's fire really close to him and smoke. And I'm like, how much of this is acting versus how much of this is uh, the guy going, holy shit, that's too much smoke. I can't see you guys. But you got to put the fire out. This fucking this shit is drowning me. Uh, this is not good. Like some of it doesn't seem like actual acting. Well, it's a little bit of both. Yeah. It's you know? it's because I, uh, I read that's the, the third time that suit was used in a movie. And then the next time it yeah, started I think falling that's apart. The same suit it's, from, yeah. uh, it's the same suit Destroyer from Monsters. Destroyer Monsters. Yeah. And another, which is, what's the other one? Uh, Guy again and Godzilla's Revenge. It's the yeah. most used suit out of all the Godzilla movies. It's real fucking beat. Like that shot where he looks down at his hands. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, his his fingers. That, that's, that's, this doesn't look apart. good. Well, fall, the, the suit's the, falling apart. By the time of Gigan, there's one scene after Gigan beats his, you know, it's, a, it's remember he's hitting his head and he comes and he wakes up. When Godzilla sticks his arms out, you can see that the the latex of the costume just sort of hanging off. Of <laughs> I do it's dangling. I do love at the end when he finally kills him. He's just fucking ripping pieces of him and throwing. Oh him. yeah, it, he's unusually he he is unusually brutal yes, to his enemy. In this one. He stomps him down. He stomps him down. Yeah. And then he goes him. he goes and does the breath again just to make sure that that shit turns to dust. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like and then he's got a lot of personality this. in this movie. Yeah. He's got one fucked up eye, and so does uh, Heater at the end. They both have yeah, fucked up yeah, eyes, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he takes his eye out. I, yeah. yeah. I, lo- I do. I kind of, the design is so fucking trippy. The well, eyes are sideways. It's fucking great. Well, the thing like about Hedera that made me really enjoy him as a kid, and even now as an adult, is like he is actually, you know, he's just, he's the amalgamation of pollution, but he's yeah. very, like, he, at times he seems almost invincible, right? Like yeah. he can, he yeah. keeps growing. Yeah. Every time Godzilla sticks his arm through him, it's like doesn't have an effect. Doesn't do anything. He's not made of any earth elements. Yeah. So you don't, right. they don't know how to kill him. Um, and he can, you know, he can transform so he can fly. He's outmatched. He can get, he, yeah. he, Godzilla is like completely outmatched yeah. at certain points. Yeah. And then Godzilla goes for, only has one eye through like the rest yeah. of the movie too. And that's why I love it because he's so outmatched in this movie and he has to team up with basically the, military, the army. Right. Because think about it, if they didn't make those electrodes, how would he have won? It just would have been a running battle. Right. The one thing I don't like about this movie, if I have to put a negative criticism, yeah. is the Godzilla music in this. The horns? Like oh, yeah. 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 Well, I why? feel like that it's it's good for little kids, but like yeah. it, it, I, I love uh, so many other musical themes that they do other than this one. This is my least favorite. Oh, there's better but, ones. But what did, let me ask you this, though. That music in the movie, because all the music in this movie is fucking bonkers. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's all. Right. Can you imagine putting one of his classic themes in that movie? Like, I'd love to see somebody that did a cut with like the classic Godzilla, you know, the, the classic Godzilla theme. I mean, I think that there are themes that Godzilla in the Godzilla that lexicon that maybe not, maybe not like the, the classic stuff but maybe something that we can use that's better than this yeah i, I don't right. like the trumpet like yeah, like, yeah. I, I just, that made it more eerie and weird for me well they went for and, more um well they didn't the, have the uh, head of our music was really good yeah. it was eerie. but they didn't have a fukube to do this so they went with i forgot to do the music in this one um but he has you know i know they were trying to make more of like a superhero godzilla in this like I, I, you know, ecological defender, which is funny because he's pure radiation, and now he's defending the world against pollution. <laughs> yeah, what's I worse? Don't, I don't really, I'm not really that familiar with like the intricacies of all the different Godzilla music that there is. I just know that there's High Sight era, and that's different than the Showa era. But the beginning of the Showa era, like the original stuff, is really good. And then you know, all right, I'll I'll break it down. Um, the the maestro is Akira Ufukabe. He did the music from. The first Godzilla up until Terra Godzilla. There was a few he didn't do. 
Um, any of the movies that Honda didn't direct, he didn't do. Sometimes they used uh, can music because they didn't feel like paying them. And then they made Godzilla 84, different compu- uh, composer. Then they made Godzilla vs. Biollante. And Afukabe was like, I'm not going back. And his daughter was like, you know, they're using your music and making it like disco music, right? And he's like, really? He came back and scored the rest of the Heisei era. And that the last movie he did was Destroyer. And his he pretty much just recycled his score for, for, for these movies. But the Godzilla, he did one for Terra Mecha Godzilla where – you know, it's it's uh, the Enter Godzilla theme, but it's more of like a heroic theme, which is I think would have worked worked better for this. But he's basically he is the father of Godzilla music. All the famous Godzilla themes was Akira Fukube. Yeah, I mean, I, the Terror of Mecha Godzilla has great music. I remember yeah, that, and that was him too. And that, that's I think oh, the Terror of Mecha Godzilla is awesome. Yeah, that's that's for, a classic. For what it's worth, the scene where ter- where Godzilla first appears in the shadows is one of the greatest. Oh my god! Greatest city? Godzilla appearances ever. And Titanosaurus is my favorite kaiju design. Yeah. If you had, what's your favorite part of this movie, you guys? If you had to pick, Anthony, what's my f- like a, a moment? <laughs> yes, or one like- favorite moment in this movie. Your most favorite. Hmm. I mean, I think my most favorite moment, besides like just the overall fight scenes, is. The shot of him smoking the the smokestack. Yeah. Like that, that's is, iconic. Yeah, it's iconic, and it's so creepy yeah. even to this day that this monster gets out of the water and is just huffing up on pollution. Yeah. And you're just sitting there like, and with the like the red eyes, the giant red eyes really make this monster what it is. So I, that that's yeah. my most iconic thing from this movie. Rugs favorite favorite moment of the movie. Oh, when he's swinging him around. Also, That's so awesome. Yeah. From the, <laughs> by the tail. I, light, yeah. I, I light up all the time. Yeah. yeah. And then those people, their fucking domino game gets all, they all die when they're playing dominoes and like, you throw something. <laughs> yeah, and the shit, and like, the hits, shit the- hits the, there's just shit flying everywhere. Uh, Bilotti, favorite moment from this movie? Favorite moment? Yeah. I always go back to the scene where Godzilla is looking at the humans at the end. Because <laughs> he has the one eye and he yeah. looks down and he tilts yeah. his head because he can only see from the one eye. Yeah. That to me, that's the, the scene I like the most. Oh, you know, I always like the scene. I like when he's in the water and he's like destroying all the pollution. It was pretty cool. Is that, that's a dream sequence, right? Uh, that's a dream sequence. Yeah, yeah the yeah. kid is like, Godzilla's coming, Dad. He'll take care of it. Yeah. It's a tadpole. Uh, I know you guys think about the flying, but when he did that, I was like, oh, shit. oh snap, look at him go. He's going to get him. That's not, like, I'll remember it's so that. Bad. It's so like, bad. Like, there's so, so awesome. many things in this movie you can tell is so bad. Like, there's um when he's walking and he's the first time he walks on screen. Yeah, he just like, shows up out of nowhere. See, you can see the background, the backdrops, like the seams oh. of where they put the pieces oh, together no. for the sky. Yeah. You can see all that shit in this movie. You can see a lot of the wires. Well, you can see you can, at the last scene where he walks off into like the distance. You could see the end of the backdrop. Oh, like, you can. No, there's no depth whatsoever. <laughs> I was like, why did they shoot it like that? Some of the compositing is not bad, though, where there's the live action on the no, bottom considering, of the kids. Considering for the this 70s? was the 70s, yeah. you got to remember, this is the 70s. Um, this is low budget for a goddamn yeah. It's low budget. Um, remember, there was an oil crisis in the 70s, and the uh, film industry in Japan was tanking because of TV, because of Ultraman. Yeah. You know, Ultraman started this whole, like, why do you have to go to the movies to see monsters and you can watch it at home? So they, they didn't have the budgets like they do now. And that's what always kills me. It's like, man, if this movie had the budget, you'd see uh, the United Nations. You'd see gr- rooms of scientists, but you military know what? people. This is why I kind of like this better than Shin Godzilla because there was none of that bullshit fucking conference table meeting scenes. It was just the people were there to move the fucking plot, and there's three big Godzilla battles, and there was a lot of Godzilla oh. and Hidera, which I liked. Well, it's two different two different concepts altogether. Yeah. 
Shin Godzilla, to me, I noticed I started appreciating the movie now with the president's response to this pandemic. Uh, yeah, and I'm that's, like, this that's, is very that's Shin very Godzilla. That's very true. And this movie is kind of topical now in terms of a fucking virus creates a monster. We need well, Godzilla. I'll say, I think I mentioned it earlier, but I will say that I, I actually appreciate this movie less as an adult. Oh, oh you just went down. <laughs> it went down. Sorry. It did go down for me. I'm that's sorry, fired. but it did. I, I mean, if I was a kid, I would fucking eat this up too. But I, I still remember as a kid and, and that doesn't change. Have you appreciated any of these more since you've been an adult? Has there been one? Oh, the original Godzilla is the one that's grown. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Like, that one is the one where I'm like, that has stood the test of time. And wow. I, I realized, this I realized as I got older, because I, I never liked that as a kid, because it's in black and white. Right. It's Raymond Burr. And then when I saw, and there's no other monster, but when I saw it as an adult in Japanese, I said, like, this movie's a fucking masterpiece. That one I've, I've appreciated more. 85 i appreciate 85, it more. Yeah, yeah that's another one that's a really good one really good i and like the ones where i'm like as a kid i was like he's not fighting anyone <laughs> yeah. this sucks yeah like i literally as a kid i thought when i first saw the preview to godzilla the original i'm like he's fighting a man with a beard what's going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is the bad guy 85 that's what i yeah, yeah. it was 85 i was like 85. he's fighting raymond burr how's that gonna work <laughs> jeez <laughs> Uh, yeah. I have some production notes, some of which uh, Bilotti has alluded to also already. Uh, bon- Bono was given only 35 days to shoot this film with a really low budget, and he only had one team available to shoot both the drama scenes and the monster effects scenes. Usually, right, Bilotti, there'd be two separate two scenes, yeah, two, two different teams, like a B team and an A team. They guy do the people stuff. These guys do the monster stuff. Nope. Yep. He had to do everything himself. So Ruggs, like you mentioned, Ken Pachiro Satsuma, Satsuma, the actor who played Hedera, was struck with appendicitis during the production. Doctors forced to perform appendectomy while he was still wearing the fucking suit. Oh, shit. Due to the length of time it took to take the goddamn thing off. During the operation, Satsuma learned that painkillers had no effect on him. Oh, that's a shitty time to find that out. Fuck. He's like, ah, take it out. And then you mentioned, yes, there was going to be a sequel and it got scrapped and it turned into what it did. Um, but, uh, wow, just, uh, fucking fun. I, I love the pick, Anthony. Uh, great trippy movie. So let's rate it and rank it, Anthony. Give me a number and where you would, if you can rank it. I don't know. I forget how many fucking Godzilla movies there are. Okay. I'll, I got two rankings. Okay. I got my kid ranking. Uh huh. And I got my now as an adult. Got ranking. it. Makes sense. Kid ranking ten out of ten. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Greatest movie. As a kid, I always loved creative villains that were that Godzilla that he that were bigger than Godzilla, and Godzilla was outmatched, and he had to find a way to win. Um, as an adult, Godzilla movies have to be graded on a curved scale that you can't like rank these. Oh yeah, especially a lot, especially a lot of these show ones. You can't just like compare this to even. Like Jojo Rabbit, or like you can't. Yes. There's just, it's just not the same thing. No. Um, as an adult, I'm going to go five out of ten. Okay. Five out of ten. Um, it, yeah. It's it's good. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to change that. Six out of ten. All it's right. better than good. Okay. But, it, it, but uh, it's not like it's still very memorable. Um, but it's not like some ama- like it's not going to be the best out of all the Godzilla films, at least for no. me. Yeah, uh, it, it is. It is. It is very memorable, and the villain is good. Rugs, uh, give me a rating. What'd you rate it? Where'd you put it? Wow. I mean, should I, my kid rating is also like you know, it's up there. If I'm looking at it as a little child, yeah, it's like it's a perfectly digestible, not really complicated, simple to the point, 
fun Godzilla film with lots of Godzilla in it with bad music, but like it's got trippy shit. It's visual. So all that stuff for a little kid is great. Yeah. So it's a 10 for a kid for an actual grown up man that's trying to recommend if a regular other grown up person is going to watch it. I'm going to hedge my bet and give it like a 6.5 um, uh, in that way, because yes, there is, there is a lot missing in this film. There's a lot of weird cuts that, that are weird and you don't understand. There's parts where Godzilla and Hedera are just kind of staring at yeah, each other. Like, and like, what's doing going much. on here? But like, it, it, that might throw people off. The message being heavy handed might throw people yeah. off. So I, I'm, I'm considering that. So it's better than average. It, it's definitely good. And I, I still enjoy it. Like, I mean, I know that it's a bad movie that I love. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, by no means am I going to give it like, a 10, because there's Godzilla movies I like more than this. Okay. So, but but it's still up there, you know, as far as enjoyable. Balani, we uh, already kind of know what you think about this movie. We'll give it a number. Uh, where would you put it? You want the, I'll do the kid. Yeah, I, do both. I have like 10 lists I could put this movie on and rate. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> oh, kid list, uh, you know what's funny? The kid list is, let's say like a seven. Really? Yeah, because it scared me as a kid. Yeah, I didn't really get yeah, it. Yeah. And as an adult, yeah. I'll give it I'll give it an eight. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I got it. When I got older, yeah. I, I got it. I understood. And I like the message. And I like that it's dark and serious and well not totally serious. But I think it gets a bad rap and I think it's actually pretty fun. So Yeah. It's 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 much better than Gigan. It's much better than uh Megalon. In a lot of hmm. ways, I'd have to rewatch. I remember as, as a kid loving Guy Gan, so I'd have to rewatch. It's that. tough. I, I had it on today after this, and that's just that's a hard one to get that, through. That's where they talk to one another, right? Yeah, they, Whoa, talk. they talk. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Oh, shit. Maybe that's the next one you review. That's a that's a tough one. Damn. I so my uh, my rating as a first time watching this as an adult, and like you know, knowing what I'm walking into, this is a Godzilla man in suit B movie. I'm leading like a seven. I, I I really like it held my attention and it was so weird and I didn't expect the animated scenes and just uh, I was like, this is a fucking crazy trippy movie. But I, I, Glad you liked I did. It. I had a really good time. I, I, had with a this good, movie. I had a good feeling he would like it. And not 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 only because he just likes everything, but because this is kind of a <laughs> ki- a kind of up Imran's no, this alley. Is, this yeah. is the Godzilla movie that's made for it Imran. Really exactly. is. I'm like, this is fucking wild and perfect. And why does it keep like it'll elicit the kid inside yeah it, it does and I, if i saw this as a kid i can i can i imagine i fucking loved it i just and this is probably a great movie to show your kids i yeah, think if you're yeah. if you have kids and you want to get them into godzilla this is the one to show i like that it's just scary enough for kids that it will freak you out a little well, I, but it's still harmless i would preface it by this is if i if i have if i have a kid I, I might have a kid out there that I don't know about. Uh, but if I if i have one that i'm training to like godzilla what i would do with this movie is i would show my kids some other Godzilla movies first where they're yeah. like not as dark and build up to this one. Yeah. Where, where yeah. I build to this one and then this Which one. Which one? Be, is, oh, so you, you, you talk about like God, son of Godzilla. I, well, I would probably do like son of Godzilla, Ghidorah, the three headed monster and um, Godzilla's revenge. Yeah. Like those are Godzilla, even like Godzilla versus Megalon where it's like these movies where they're, they're a little more kitty. And then I would, I would throw in this one and be like, now this, this Hedora one, I have to talk to you about it. It's a little dark. <laughs> it's a little he is the big, Hedorah is a big fucking boss in this one. Like this is, this Godzilla is really up against it in this one. You want to know, you want to know why I love this movie? What makes it so good is because out of almost all the Godzilla movies, I think it's one of the most original and creative concepts they ever had. Yeah. 
And if you look at the movies after this, it's just like, oh, oh, nuclear testing woke you know, right? Woke up the Satopians and they're sending Megalon or it's a robot Godzilla. And even the early show in movies, oh, he fights a giant crab. How original! <laughs> I mean, this is just like you don't know where it's going. Hidora is is legitimately dangerous. Yeah. Like you feel that he's dangerous, yeah. right. and he could literally take over the world. Was there ever any thought on in the during the Heisei era of bringing back Hidora, or have they ever talked about it, or? No, it's been just bon- a one-time thing. It was only Bono. He was trying to do um, Deathla, which was a sequel. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you, we didn't mention this, but at the end of this movie, another Hedora appears. Did oh, you see that? Oh, wait a minute! And that second That's version, right? You know the you know the version that has the Japanese version of the song in yeah. the beginning. I didn't see that. At the end of that, uh, they cut back to the ocean, the polluted ocean, and Hedora's head comes out, and it says, "And yet another one with a question mark." Huh. So he was, Bono was the only one that wanted to do it, but then Hedera came back in Final Wars for like two seconds. Like Godzilla blew him away. Oh, really? Yeah. He I was, was wondering if, he see, if you had seen this guy again. Yeah. You see him, he, uh, they redesigned him and uh, Godzilla blasts him out of the ocean and he blasts him into a building and then he explodes and that's it. So, I forget, in Final Wars, does Hedera show up? Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah he oh, that's right. That. Yeah, sorry. But he's in for like two seconds. So now, having been to all the G Fest, the, uh, the 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 toys of uh, the Smog Monster suddenly make a lot of sense. Like this, oh, it's let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hidora has his own Facebook page. Oh my god, his own toy page. <laughs> Holy shit! I've I've never in in the history of being a Godzilla fan have seen a kaiju more mass produced outside of Godzilla than Hidora. You haven't done a uh, uh, Hidora piece on Robo7.com, no, have you? Actually, that's the first poster I ever did. Oh. Back in 14. And that one got published in Monster Attack 1914? Magazine. 1914? 1914. 1914. <laughs> That's before the Spanish flu. Back I was in 14. I was a dough boy fighting a crowd. <laughs> in the front. All quiet on the Western Front, but I made a Godzilla poster for an IP that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> Wait, so you don't have it up anymore? You should do a new one. I retired it because I want to make a new one with, with the fucking fish heads and yeah. the multi- Yeah, the multi- fish yeah. heads. What was with the. Why, why was that dude tripping? Because it's the seventies and you say stressed out. Did you appreciate the girl dancing with the clam on her cooch right in front of him? Yes, I, I noticed that's that. why that's why I did the poster because I wanted to draw her. Okay. <laughs> so and I drew a, her and I'm gonna put her on a new poster. She had a weird fucking one piece bodysuit out with a clam on her coochie. I noticed that right away. Yeah, it's an yeah. awesome it's an awesome suit and she's really pretty. Really <laughs> yes, pretty. she was. Girls is pretty. <laughs> I was watching Son of Godzilla, and the girl in that that's swimming in the water is pretty cute. She's pretty cute. My favorite is the princess from Geeter the Three-Headed Monster. Oh. And Katsura is pretty hot. I, and, see, uh, I don't no, remember man. any of the girls so other than in the Heisei era. The Mimi? Oh, Mimi. Mickey. Mickey, yeah. 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 You know Mimi. how I know this? They, I bought two Toho books that have all the women from all the Toho movies. I bet you did. <laughs> I got, I Instead bet of the, buying Playboys, he I bought them. I bet those pages are <laughs> sticky. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yes, as I whack off to the girl from Atragon. So, Anthony, great pick. Thank you. So, I was, like I said before, I was hoping you'd pick a Godzilla movie. You did not disappoint. If you're a kid at a heart, like, uh, I think you'd yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's for the little kid inside. Uh, next, uh, Rugs, is your turn to pick a movie. Do you know what you're going to pick? God damn it. Like, I really, I had so many up there, but I figured. And I know that you've seen this, Imran. It's fine. If one of us hasn't seen it, great. But I know Anthony hasn't seen it. And this is probably the most bizarre movie I can make him watch hmm. that he would never watch yeah. without me telling him to watch yeah. it. It's also one of my favorite films yeah. ever. It was nominated for Oscars. So I know I'm not the only one who thought it was good, but it is a hard one to digest. It is very dated. It's the Fisher. King. Yeah. 
I love that movie. We've mentioned it before. Uh, Robin Williams, Jeff Bridges. I think we should talk about this movie because no, I don't think a lot of people do talk about no, it. It's so, so uh, uh, yeah, next one will be Fisher King Anthony. I will tell you where you could watch this movie. Hmm. We'll figure out a date and time. Uh, yeah, so I'd lo- I love this idea. And then we will get back to uh, the Patreon-sponsored uh, movie reviews. If you want to uh, have your review uh, movie reviewed listener right now is a good time to join our Patreon because we'll do it right away. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Let's do some news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. This new Godzilla is unfriendly and is going to destroy your country. There's nothing you can do about it. Look out. Uh, you know, our Facebook group, Talking Nerd Nation, is kind of a fun place to hang out in this post-pandemic quarantine world. Uh, everyone is uh, trying to give uh, solutions to what to do while you're locked in. And we've had some good, some good ideas. Adam Morris... Write some quality quarantine watching for you. Say what you will. I still love Kevin Smith and his movies still make me laugh. So I'll be checking this one out. ASAP, assuming I can stream it in Canada. That is Jay and Silent Bob reboot on Amazon. Oh, shit. I, saw it. I also watched it this week. I watched a lot of movies this week. I actually really enjoyed this movie. It had great cameos uh, and and callbacks to all his other movies. There was some funny. There's some funny shit. Man. I like that Kevin Smith is in there and making fun of himself. Great self deprecating humor, and it even had heart. You know, with the storyline with with Jay and uh, the kid uh, and Kevin Smith's daughter Harley Quinn Smith. She's pretty good actress. She's better than he is almost in some ways. I thought she did a good job. What did you? So that's debatable. I, I, I did you like it? Did you ever see Yoga Hosers? No, I have not it's seen terrible. Yoga Hosers. I know everybody makes fun well, of that. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was awful. I still never finished it. I see. I kind of like that movie. I like his dumb fucking I, stupid movies. It was. It was. Oh my god! It was tough to get. Oh, through. I like that. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> really? I would recommend reboot if you have Amazon. Isn't that the one that Eliza Dushku was in a cat suit? Yeah, yeah. that's the one with yeah. uh, and, yeah. and Shannon that's Elizabeth. All you need to watch a movie. Yeah. Well, Shannon, I'm in a suit, cat well, suit yeah, Shannon Elizabeth. She's uh. She's pretty. She's in. She's yeah. in this one too. <laughs> she's pretty. She's, she's pretty. pretty. I knew they were wearing cat suits under there. It's it's fun. There's and there's a, it's diverse. There's like a Muslim girl. There's a deaf girl. Uh, they got a great team there. Uh, I I I I thought I was not gonna like it, but it was fun. It was great. Great kind of self referential. Kevin Smith movie. Lots of fun. Uh, Blake Braden says, so everyone is probably already losing their minds with the potential lockdown quarantine looming over our heads. I present to you a potential solution to not only hopefully create a new avenue for the nation, but also help get to know our members better through other venues other than Facebook. I present to you Netflix party. Oh, shit. This is a social interaction that the group can have while watching a movie together as a nation. It's uh, uh, this thing. You can go to NetflixParty.com. It works only on Chrome. You download this extension and then you can set up a movie and there's a little AOL style chat box, a chat room right along the side. Blake did a test with uh, the Dark Knight and uh, there was like one random person. I think it was a girl named Kels, Kelsey. She joined the group. We kind of turned her on to the show. But Blake, I love that you took the lead on this and uh, it is it's just a fun way for everyone to watch a movie at once and like comment down the side. It's called Netflix Party. That can be I've, fun. I've had a couple of friends suggest the Netflix party too as well, but uh, 
I don't know. We'll it, see how yeah. bored I get. I know. It might be like there's nothing else left. Let's just watch. You whack off so much. Oh, yeah. I know. You get tired. Uh, all I, And I'm spent. Uh, and then finally, David Mosky has shared a link. He says, hi, folks. If anyone is self-isolating and looking for some comics to keep yourself entertained, you should check out this app. It's called Comic House, and it's basically Netflix for indie comics. They ha- just tweeted that they're giving away a free month to anyone who comments on this tweet. They have loads of content. Happy to offer recommendations to people if they want. You can go to comicshouse.com slash app. I'll have the link to the tweet in the show notes. But Malofsky, who's editor and cape of A Place to Hang Your Cape, always at the forefront of promoting indie comics, of which there are tons of really good ones. I just might read my comics. I actually <laughs> will have time to read all the stack of comic books that I have here. And I bought Bitterroot from Sanford Green at, at C2E2. I got to read that. Um, I have the Paper Girls, two trade collected editions and a bunch of other stuff, Rugs. It's a good time to read comics. Yeah. So I just want to thank everyone for, uh, you know, keeping us sane and giving us things to do. Speaking of uh, doing things, what are you guys watching? I just mentioned I watched Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Anthony, have you watched anything with all this time you have? Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, I talked about it on Patreon. Little Women, Jojo Oh, yeah. That's what you were doing. Anything um, else? Might start up. Uh, I might watch American Factory. Maybe uh, Maybe Ooh, I'll get into a- this altered, altered Carbon thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm still, I have not, I'm a couple episodes into that. Um, American, I, I heard Bilotti say about the comment on American Factory. Yeah, get, that's, that's really good. And, and when it ends, you're just like, fuck. Okay. So I've been sitting at home since January with this knee thing. Yeah, what have you been so I've, watching? I've exhausted. The other day, I, I, I'm so desperate for movies and content. Like, I draw. I literally, I've been drawing nonstop. That's good. Like, this is the most productive I've ever been in my life. That's amazing. And I'm happy, and I kind of never want to go back to work. And so I'll put on movies when I'm drawing. I, I've resorted to put I put on Lionheart from Van Damme like yesterday. Oh, today shit. I watched, today I watched oh, Goodfellas. Shit. Nice. Um, but no, there's a new series on Netflix that my wife was like, oh, we have to watch is this. Is it called Pandemic? Because there's one called Pandemic. No, no. It's called Love is Blind. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that last week. We fucking binged that like yeah. crazy. And, and I hate reality shows. And this one just got me. It's great trashy television. It really is. I don't know if it's trashy though. I got sucked though. into that. I got yeah. sucked yeah. into it a little bit. Yeah. The thing is, like, they're not really trashy people. No, that's true. It's not like because we watch Ninety Day Fiance, yeah. and you fucking hate these people. Yes. It's like you fucking idiot. Yes. Why do you need this person from Nigeria? Yeah. You hate yourself. Well, that one girl is an asshole. Yeah. Big time. Oh, the girl Jessica. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's tragic. She's a tragic. Uh, she's just like her. Her personality it's just like you feel for her because she's so trapped you know she's trapped in her head like they're real people um <laughs> that just made up that shit is trending everywhere on if you go on netflix now you notice there's like a top 10 trending stuff they've added a new section fucking the, mo- yeah. the movie outbreak was was trending i watched that i watched that last week <laughs> you i was Contagion. in the movie to watch it with yeah. all the pandemic stuff fucking dustin hoffman there's cont- i was i was i watched the uh Jason Momoa, Conan the Barbarian. Oh, how oh is that? God. Was it? It's, terrible. it's still terrible. Okay. No, I mean, you know what? Like, this is the thing. It's actually um, a very just. It's not terrible. It's just bland. It's underwhelming. It's like they they have. It seems like they have everything that they need to make a good movie. Like the art direction's not too bad. Like the the costuming is decent. Um, you know, sometimes it looks like a video game in certain shots here and there, and some of the uh, effects aren't quite as polished as they should be. But and Jason Momoa, like in battle, he's really, really like slick and he moves really well. 
He doesn't deliver the Until lines. Until he talks. As, that's what I was going to say. I mean, he, he delivers the lines like he does at Aquaman the same exact way. <laughs> so it's nothing like, you, you know, you're getting the same guy doing the same exact kind Hercules of Hercules is going, Cyclops, my man. How's it going? But, um, but uh, it's, it's just so, like, underwhelming. Like, it just really is, like, there's nothing new. I mean, what they do in this movie is great for, because it takes you through a lot of Conan stuff, but it doesn't do it with any like panache or or anything. It just kind of like is there, and there's some cool fight scenes. There are, but like they're just they build up to this. Okay, base. I'll, I'll tell you what happens. The main villain in the movie is trying to get this helmet together, this like mask, and if he gets it, he can bring forth uh, this like this uh, demon or something that's going to give him the powers of a god. That's going to be resurrected as his dead wife it doesn't make okay but he goes through all this power you never get to see that oh shit so i'm like all right Uh, the cool ending would be he puts the mask together his 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 resurrected wife demon whatever is going to come and he's going to be a powerful as a god and then conan's going to kill him and he never gets to that point like he he gets it just fizzles out before that and i'm in the ending is so bad so um anyway, if you're curious to see <laughs> Jason Momoa wield a sword in a cool way, check so it out. But I don't think that it's story plot kind of reminds me of another thing I finally got around to watching just last night, which was Alita Battle Angel. And I dude the the effects and the the design in this movie are fucking amazing. Like you forget that Alita is a completely 3d you know cgi generated character the problem is the fucking story is not the best and it also like it that you think it ends and then it keeps going and then it promises the whole time she's chasing after this one guy that she's remembering and you think there's gonna be a showdown and it never gets to the showdown she doesn't get to the city planet they just ends. Yeah. i'm like what the fuck that's how you're ending this but I it, I did enjoy her performance and and the way everything looked and the the action scenes were were um, there were some good action. really good they were really good action scenes it reminded me of a couple of things but it's the story that ultimately holds it back from being better than like good so you know you know what I just watched yeah. that it's still stuck with me yeah um movie called King of New York oh with shit Chris Walken. yeah dude that's I never that's, I never saw it and I was like let me just treat myself it's to a this. fucking and great it's, movie treat yourself oh, yeah. treat yourself I, it's Chris Walken at the top of his game yep. it's Lawrence Fishburne yep. is annoying as fuck yep and it's so slick David Caruso's in it yeah. Wesley Snipes it's like this sort of throwback to like those great 70s gritty New York yeah. police movies. Brutal. But it, they filmed it in 90s New York, which is just as shitty as yeah. 70s New York. Before Giuliani cleaned and it yeah, up. Yeah, because they caught it as like right before yeah. it got nice in New York. My favorite scene in that movie is where he shows up to uh, with the briefcase and the guy thinks there's money in it and, he, and it opens it up and it's full of tampons. The guy goes, what's this? And Sam Jackson's like, that's for the bullet holes, motherfucker. And they just blow him away. <laughs> oh, He's so good. It's really good. It's really stylish. It's atmospheric. I, it's, I mean, I think if you like Tarantino movies, you will enjoy this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tarantino. I yeah. haven't watched that in a while. Me neither. I haven't. I got to watch that again. Um, I watched this other thing on Netflix. It's the reboot of Spencer for Hire. If you were around in the 80s, you may remember this show called Spencer for Hire with Robert Urich. Uh, it's called Spencer Confidential, starring Mark Wahlberg and Winston Duke as Hawk and Alan Arkin 
And it's not bad for like a Netflix movie. There's some decent action. Uh, if you're bored, check it out. Uh, it's a remake of Spencer for Hire. Spencer for Hire is a show. Was well, a TV show. Was, so, yeah. And this one's called Spencer Confidential. It's Is it a show or is it a It's a movie? movie, but it's the same idea. Like he wants uh. to help people. There's a dude named Hawk that's his buddy. He you know, he's trying to stay out of trouble but can't help himself. And so they may make Does he more. end up being a captain in D Space Nine? No, he doesn't. That was Ben that's mm. Robert Urich, right? No. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. I have um No, that Hawk is the guy. Oh, Hawk was the captain. That's right. The guy who played Hawk. Yes, he that's right. Yeah. Avery, like, why do I get Robert Avery. That was Robert Avery. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why Spencer for Hire reminded me of the Vietnam War, but I did. <laughs> I watched the Ken Burns Vietnam documentary. Oh, that'll take up like forty hours of your time. It's oh, super well, long. two hours each, and there's eleven episodes. And it's and you, very depressing. It's super depressing. My dad is a vet, yeah. so I watched some of it with him when it first came out. Yeah, but like I sat through all of it, yeah. and I'm just like, there was one day where I watched that, and then I watched Platoon. Oh shit! And, Ham- and Hamburger Hill, yeah. which is another Vietnam movie. Yeah. And I was just, I wanted to cry. I was in the shower just sobbing. I was like, I, I, I got to, I watched The Naked Gun the next day. <laughs> oh, remember when OJ was in comedy movies? Yeah, he was really this funny. This was a good time. Too. But I've watched that documentary too. And all you get away, you really, they drive the point home that we did not need to fucking be there at all. Oh, you just complete. I don't need you, to watch it. I already that, know you shouldn't yeah, have been there. But the, yeah, you just fucking, like, if you guys think, like, the world is bad now, yeah. it was Worse. You watch that and you're like, why? So much worse. Why were we there? Why did all these people need to die? There's no it just fucking reason. Escalated. It's yeah. a lot of it was ego. Yeah. You yeah. know, the, the government didn't want to look bad. Lyndon B. They Johnson refused. He's like, we're not going to lose. We're not going to walk away. Yeah. Exactly. And they wanted to cover ass and they yeah, end up they killing. Won. Yeah. It was in the name of fighting communism. Yeah. But he just well, killed you know all what? our kids. You know what I just finished too? Um, the Oliver Stone series, The Untold History of the United oh, that's States. That's good oh, too. That. Yes. Yeah. Anthony, oh my God. tell me about that. That's a good one. It's like yeah. you watch it, and he like they start off with Roosevelt, yeah. FDR, and you're like, oh, he's a good guy. Yeah, and they make it, they show that he's like a yeah. good president. Yeah, and every president after that, you're like Eisenhower, he was good. Oh no, he was bad too. Yeah, and you're like yeah. Jimmy Carter, he was good, right? So you go through like um, uh, the first Bush, then you get the Clinton, and yeah. you're like, you know the story. And I'm like, okay, they're at Obama. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. And I was like, I fucking hate Obama now. Oh, like, he made me hate Obama, <laughs> and I never, I, and I was always indifferent to the guy. Yeah. And then I watch him like, this fucking guy's no different. I want FDR back. Yeah. So that's a good one. If you really want to hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's called The Untold History of the United by, States. By Oliver Stone. It's a few, a couple episodes. Yeah. It's a few. Yeah. You'll just, it, it, it's down on Obama? Yeah. It's I down was on like, anything. You, uh, it's down. It just exposes the, how we've interfered with the world and for our own right. self Stuff interest. you don't hear about. The stuff yeah. they bury. But the stuff about Obama, I, I had no idea. Well, like, I've never been like. One to be like, oh, this country is like infallible or always right. I'm like, we're fucking just as dirty as everybody else. There's no, there's no country that. Oh yeah, then you'll like this. Really, that's you'll not like that's the show. size that we are that isn't <laughs> yeah. doing crazy, sh- disgusting shit. You'll really like the show then. Yeah, I was really surprised about the Obama stuff because with Trump, everyone's like, I miss Obama. And I'm like, yeah, he was a nice guy because I don't really pay attention to. Yeah. I don't really because he was so quiet about everything. I mean, and then I watched this. And I'm like, well, motherfucker. I do miss Obama's like demeanor. Absolutely. Right. Like I miss his, I miss his professionalism, his calming nature. I, we could use I, yeah, right now. I, I miss his ability to give me the impression that things are in, in control, yeah. and yeah. even when they're out of control, yeah. right? And, and not only that, but like he was able to compose himself in a way that um, a lot of people could find something uh, to look up to, and said, and so like when people used to say stuff about Obama. 
you'd be like, well, that's the furthest thing from that. They're yeah, they're totally making stuff up. But when people say stuff about Trump, it's like mostly true. No, it's yeah, it's usually you true. You can't even deny it. You can't even like it, defending somebody that's that that does these crazy things like that. It's just like ridiculous. Well, Trump sometimes. took all the all the phony baloney pol- political bullshit, all the fucking nonsense. Trump literally took that and just turned it inside out and said, "This is what we are." I don't fucking know. <sighs> So Trump yeah. isn't hiding it. Like he's not hiding it. He's like we fucking suck. I feel like That's it, basically what he's doing. It doesn't matter who is in the office of president because the people doing the shit behind the scenes, they're right. gonna do whatever they do. The it's guy the in the brothers, office yeah. has to sell it. Here's you figure out how to sell this, how to smooth this over. This shit is gonna happen. We just put a different face on it. So if you can calm people down, great. If you can't hold shit your shit together, doesn't matter. We're still gonna pull all this fucking horse shit in the background. Well, uh, what 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 this show told me was that. Um, our engagements in Iraq were extended because the military told Obama, like, we have to stay there because of X, Y, Z. And someone said, Obama, like, usually when the military says something, you have to listen. Yeah. And Obama just capitulated to it and said, okay, we'll keep people over there. Yeah. I mean, what's he going to do? You're powerless. You just got to sell it to the yeah. people. Yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, what Bill Burr always jokes. He's like, they should pay all the presidents millions. He's like, he's like, Obama went in making like a hundred grand a year and he came out worth $10 million. He's like, how does that happen? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, <laughs> like, that's good. Don't make Bill a lot Burr. of money in the president. A uh, couple of announcements. We have made some guest appearances on other podcasts, myself and Anthony that, uh, really? yeah, you should check out. Uh, I was on a recent episode of Two Peas on a Podcast with Gerald Morris. This was recorded a while ago. We are ranking the top five MCU movies. Uh, there's It's me, him, and another dude uh, giving our ranking. And then recently, Anthony, you made a guest appearance. Yeah, I was on uh, Voice from the Underground, the, the podcast. They're, the apparently podcast. They're, they're pumping out a bunch of shows because people need content. And uh, I was on... With uh, Jason Dutch and Big Haas. Just yeah, shout out to VFU. Going, That's not a bad idea. Yeah, just going over um, just life with this this new coronavirus outbreak and what's going on and the politics and sports. Just a bunch of, just basically shooting the shit about it. I mean, we're all at home. We may end up doing a couple of extra episodes. I don't know. We'll see. Uh... I feel like we're going to be, it, it depends on, you know, how these things go by, the weeks go yeah. by. Like yeah. if, if they become really boring. Yeah. I'll probably like I should probably make some content, and maybe we'll think of some cool stuff. You should make content. Every artist right now should be making a lot yes. of content. Online content. What else are you doing? Also, next week, listener will mark our fifth birthday. Talking nerd. Oh shit! It is our five-year anniversary. Well, we did not. We did not uh, do our five-year plan. We're supposed to be millionaires. We are now. supposed to have taken over the internets. But, uh, uh, God damn it. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we'll have something special. Probably not. Just the, we'll reminisce on the fact. Imagine. Yeah. Though we did, we finally made the big time, and then coronavirus. And then everything, everything shuts down. Went, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, that could happen. It's like, yeah, we want to take you guys on tour, you know, do a bunch of interviews, go, you know, see the country. And nope. Shut it down. Know. In this canceled world, this was your chance. But look, five years of podcasting uh, is nothing to sneeze at. That's fucking crazy. Uh, and we'll talk about that more next week. In the meantime, give us some Apple Podcast ratings. We're up to one eighteen, trying to get to uh, two hundred, so we can be Rotten Tomatoes reviewers. However, if the movies don't come back, they might not be any more positions for reviewers. I don't know. It's week-to-week fluid movement. Everyone, stay safe. Wash your hands. Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me after the snap 
on Twitter. Yo, this fucking planet is so dirty that even Galactus would pass. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. shit. Be like, I ain't eating that fucking thing. Uh, R- Bilotti, thank you so much for your insight from the entertainment industry. I, but I'm really sorry that you're one of the collateral damage of the coronavirus right now. It's okay. I mean, you know what? The whole world is hurting right now. But so, look. And, and I'm not alone. Plug your you shit. Know, sell your stuff. Where can people find you online? What do you want them to do? Uh, well, I just got a new website made for my buddy John Ruffin, aka Mike Kaiju. He does those awesome kaiju photographs of like toys and stuff and dioramas. Um, it's www.robo7.com. It's R O B O, the number 7.com. I checked and it has, out. I like the new design. I like it. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's still a work in progress, but um, you know, all my artwork's on there and t shirts and prints and all that stuff. And you can find me all on my social media through the contact section of that. Robo7.com. I'll have links to all of these in the past, in the uh, press ne- uh, show notes. What am I trying to say? What? I, I don't know. Wow. I was going to say password. Plug. I was going to say I'll have links to these in the password. And Speak that, American I, or die. I don't know why I said that. Anthony, I hope you hang in there with no sports, no Vegas. Um, luck, no yeah, gyms. Yeah, I think Anthony's going to be the hardest hit. I know. <laughs> Imran, be a like, Imran's been a recluse. Listen, I've been a recluse my whole life. They shut down all the things I don't go to anyways, you know? Bars and gyms. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, Anthony's shit. the one yes. who's like, oh man, I have to have I a moratorium I, on getting yes. laid. He's going to come out. He's going to be fat. He's yeah. going to He's going to look like fat or bloated. It's like Nick Nolte in his mugshot. I, I, yeah. I saw an Instagram the other, uh, earlier this morning and I'll read it out to you guys real quick. Yeah. Can we just find it? So the Barstool Chicago put this out. They go, they go. Maybe not the time, but the first Saturday night at the bars after all this shit ends will be the best night of our lives. I'm talking complete takeover. Every drink is a double. Sigs inside. <laughs> sex ah, in the streets. Inside. Illegal fireworks from Indiana. Live music. Give me everything you got. So yeah. that's. I'm just waiting for that day. You know how many deaths from alcohol poisoning are gonna have in the <laughs> fucking day this ends. Uh, Sigs inside. I'm all for. Send it. I don't know if that's still a thing. Uh, but good. Listen, hang in there. Everyone hang in there. Just write us an email. Show at Jock and Nerd. Let us know how's it going on your end. You can find uh, links to everything in our show notes. JockandNerd.com slash 320, which will have everything we talked about, how to get in touch, how to support the show. Back the fuck up, but keep yourself healthy. And thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. Get the fuck away from me. Back the fuck up. My balls yeah. are hot. My balls are hot. I fucking love it. I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. It's like really awesome. Jogging nerd. <laughs>